All you need to know is Jason's dead, right? Jason belongs in hell. I'm gonna see he gets there. Does he think I'm a fart? Yeah! Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Sequel. This is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels, and typically we do it in two parts, but with everything going on still with the SAG strike and the writers trying to figure everything out and almost close it on that deal, and tomorrow is Friday the 13th, of course, we got to cover our homie Jason Voorhees. We covered now, I think, nine or nine of the sequels so we're almost covering all of them we're they're almost gone but good thing there's only like one friday the 13th two at most in a year so we still have a few more years of covering left before i talk about anything when it comes to jason who finally lives and this starts off my favorite three in a row in the series i gotta introduce you to my partner in the sequel watching journey jamie ricardi jamie how are you i'm doing outstanding doug how are you doing Ah, spectacular, because you know what? We've talked about this so many times. I think no matter what sequel that we've covered, whether it have been like seven, eight, four, five, they all have their greatness about them. But I think what's great about this one, which is amazing, you took it, even though five, like it has love after the fact. I know people were pissed because it wasn't actually Jason, but Tommy McLaughlin, did a phenomenal job in bringing the friend, not even just bringing Jason back to life, making Jason live. He ignited the rest of the franchise because it could have died. Like if this movie sucked, it was going to be done. I think so. So this used to be one of my favorite Jason's. Um, but I have to tell you after watching it, I don't know if it holds up as, as well as I thought it did. And, okay. you know, and, and, and again, it's a to me, it's a very different kind of Friday 13th. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's there's meta. a lot it of makes comedy. Fun of yeah. Yeah. I mean, so like, you know, like it's almost again, you don't see too many kills. You know, there's a lot of off screen, nah. couple off screen kills. Um, So it's not. And, and Jason is like commando in this movie. You know, like, you know, in the old Jason, he just basically walks slowly and uses mostly his machete. Here, he, he's got like a, a commando belt on, throwing <laughs> perfect aim dart. Like, like, so it's like a very, watching it again, it's just like, I think it had a lot of potential. I like the Tommy character. I like what he's trying to do. But then you got the, the paintball people, which really is just so out of the blue. Like, it just really yeah. didn't make sense. So I, I, I have to knock it down a notch. It's not as good as I remember it being. Ooh, where would you, where does it go? Like middle of the pack? It's not. It can't it's in the middle of the pack. It's definitely in the middle right. of the pack. So, you know, I mean, I still put like four is number one. Um, I think two is close to, you know, like right below four. Um, I don't remember three. And uh, I mean, I have to really go back. I mean, one is still good, but I think I used to have a set of top three and I think it's now in the middle of the pack. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so meta. It's like, not. It's not Jason X, and it's not you know Jason goes to hell. So I mean, it's not down there, but yeah. I would say it's like a close like four or five. Yeah, this is the one. If you really think about it, like the horror rules that really were invented by Friday Thirteenth, like they're not broken. There's like no premarital sex, and then people dying. No, like wait, wait, wait. drugs. Wait, do they do there, drugs? It, there is premarital sex. What are you talking? No, about? that's not. 
They all have their clothes on. That's not. They're just dry humping. No, they're not. There's She's no fully clothed. Way. He's fully okay. clothed. No, he's not. Yeah. Okay. It, it definitely was. It was definitely premarital sex. Um, but they broke the rule of no nudity in the eighties. So yeah. they definitely broke it. But again, I think they broke the rule of Jason. I mean, it's a very different. Not for nothing. Then they have a character speak to the camera in this movie also, which oh, dude, was yeah. ridiculous. Uh, okay, uh, the, the grave digger, the, the drunk the grave, grave right. digger. So like this movie is, so, and not not only that, like Jason didn't even realize some of the like the power that he had in this. Like he's holding, he ripped the guy's arm off, and he's holding. Like wow, I just did that. Like you know, <laughs> so it's such a different vibe to this movie that it's almost spoofy. Like it's almost a spoofy oh, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's a wink and a nod. Everything. So many things like, uh, what do they think? And the cuts, it's almost like a, like Austin Powers, like with the with Dr. Evil, when he, when they're all saying the lines and yeah. the next line feeds in the next. Oh. When he goes, what are these things? What do they think? I'm a fart head. Yeah, well, that, I mean, like, well, and yeah, I always question, like, what is a fart head? Like, if, you're, you're, you're calling someone a fart head. What does that mean? Like your, how your is head's a seventy-five-year-old <laughs> drunk, uh, like German guy, know uh, the word farthead? Again, there's a lot of questions in this movie, um, but again, it, it's just very silly, and and they and they really don't show too many kills, which was surprising. Like, um, you know, like whatever happens at a house, I have no idea what happens in there, but the amount of blood that had, <laughs> that was in that room, so like I would have liked to seen that scene, like. What what did he do in that? You know, so let's get to it because I'm gonna yeah. Sharing no, one much. thing I have to say is like Tommy, uh, McCall, he didn't even want to direct this movie. Somebody approached him because I I think before he did like a comedy, he's like Jason. I thought he was dead. I don't want to do one of those. And they said you can do what you want. So then he went with the and obviously it it, it worked. Like it the all, like the fans love this movie and it like ignited the franchise. So we got seven and eight and then sure it kind of went downhill from there. But to, uh, what Tommy said was he. Was would never make uh like he would never ask a woman to be nude so he posted a photo not too long ago with him and darcy demoss and he is on top and he has his shirt off and she's oh on the gosh. bottom like in a in a winnebago so uh that well, whole winnebago that, scene's silly too it, it, everything is silly i mean it, what, I, we, we should have realized that when we see horshack in the first scene <laughs> we should have realized what kind of movie this is you know i mean so and this is the first and I think only Friday the 13th that they actually have real campers. These are kids. They have kids in this it's, movie. Like kids so go none to sleep of the, You're right. You know what? In two and three. It's all about the counselors. There's no campers. Not yet. They, the campers are coming in a few days. So this That's one, I mean. they were like getting there right when the campers were. Right. Get, yeah. They, oh, it's the first time there's kids in a movie, you know? So, yeah. yeah. All right. And again, I mean, we're not there yet, but I mean, there's a kill where slippers fall off the feet. Like, it's, oh, just, it's love, just such I a think silly. That's pretty funny. It was it's silly, a, yeah. It's, it's very silly. So, okay. Woo! And the bear, then there her bear, like, uh, <laughs> slippers, like bear claw slippers <laughs> fall off. But uh, it's so dumb. Yeah. So, yeah. So we cut to again, the end of five people going to the movie theater. I know, obviously, there was trailers back then, but it's it's like a trailer you'd see on a VH. Did they have that on, on, on movies back in the day? Like if you rented a movie, would it show a trailer for a movie that's going to be in a theater or just other movies on VHS? That's a good. That's know. a good question. I don't know either. Yeah. But anyway, that my point was like most of the time when you saw a movie, you 
sort of saw it blind. So like if people saw five and they're like, I'm ready for this. And then they go into it and they don't see a trailer. It's like, no, they had trailers is- on TV. I'm sure they had trailers on TV. Oh yeah. That's true. Commercial. Tra- Re- yeah. Really? I- like, no, of course they had <laughs> trailers on TV, but I mean, but again, I, I, trailers were probably not the same. Obviously what they like yeah. today, trailers give away way too much. And, yeah. you know, I think back then they were probably like barely a minute long, you know, and just gave it, you know, a, 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 first of all, I mean, again, knowing, figuring what kind of movie this was when they have a James Bond opening, oh, like of yeah. Jason, uh, you know, yes, it's cool, but it's so, it, 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 it starts off so spoofy and it's just, you know, all right. So anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, but what I was saying is you go to the movie after you see five, it's like four into five, five into six. You're thinking like, okay, this is how it's going to start. Like at this point. And another thing I have to think of, like, the the timeline jumps i know when we covered seven we were like okay just think about this like he's in the he has the the chain around his neck attached to the rock like right and she was a little girl when she saw him like when all that happened so like the time jumps because i always forget four to five or four to six if they want to wipe five out from like i think they yeah i don't think they're counting five in this one it's insane. Like, really, Tommy, like, Corey Feldman's probably like 12, if yeah. that, in that movie. Right. So, in this movie, like, how old are they trying to say that he is? I, he I would like say 25, 30. He, he does, but I, I would say they're probably, I mean, you know, the girls look kind of young. They're probably college. They're, so, let's say if, if, if Corey Feldman was, say, 12, he's probably about 23, 22 in this movie. You know, like, they, they're trying to make him look that young. 10 year but, jump. It's a ten year jump, but so his his plan is to go to the cemetery. So again, right off the bat, a couple of questions. One, how does he know where he's buried? Because he's been in a in a it's a, he's been in an asylum for a while. Oh, well, I guess so, he I don't know. Maybe they give him a newspaper okay. or he just gets like, oh, they, he's gonna be buried what, in that town. Okay. I, I I wonder if this is true, but do they actually bury mass murderers? Like, who who's paying for the tombstone? Who's paying for the coffin? Because I know, like, you know, when family members die, it's super expensive. Right. So are they wasting time, um, you know, really burying, you know, someone? And if if, if my family is in like the, the plot next to him, I don't want I don't want that. I don't want a, a serial <laughs> killer next to my family, you know, so I don't think they would actually bury him. But I could be wrong. But I thought they said they they burned him like they they um they they made his body to ashes. That's they the, that's him. what the whole thing was in five. Right. That's why so they said I thought he they couldn't cre- have come back. Correct. So, you know, I think, again, that's why they, I think they're skipping five. Yeah. So, but anyway, so, so Tommy is planning, to, it's, let's just say argument's sake, it's 10 years since Tommy killed him. He's going to the cemetery to make sure he's dead, but he's not there. He's dead. So why, like, it's been 10 years. Like, if he hasn't come out yet, he's he's clearly dead. So what is he trying to make sure you know, like that makes no sense. You're right. You know what? I didn't even think of that when I was just talking about the time jump, like while watching it. But yeah, he's been there for 10 years. And 10 to go years. back to what you were saying, like, could you imagine if you were going to visit like your great grandpa and you're walking up with the flowers and some other people sees the see the direction you're walking? They're like, oh, you sick freak. How could you be visiting <laughs> Jason Voorhees, you loser? It's like, whoa, I, whoa, we're just next to them. I would again. I would question, like, is Charles Manson or whatever, you know, any any serial killers? Casey? Are they buried anywhere? Dahmer, Casey, are they is buried? Dahmer, is Dahmer? In, I like, doubt it. Does he have they, like a beautiful probably, thing or something? I don't know. Beautiful. They probably threw them in the garbage. 
<laughs> they, probably, they probably just throw a garbage bag and just threw them in the garbage. Because who's who's paying for it? And who wants, you know, like, no. So the fact that Jason has his own plot and cemetery and, and, and tombstone, uh, that's ridiculous to begin with. But again, the fact that how would Tommy know where he is? So, like, who are you calling to say, hey, where is Jason Voorhees buried? Yeah. They, you're going to tell me this is the only cemetery near Crystal Lake? Well, so, you know, like nowhere. this is like very psycho uh, two ish town. There's like nothing around when he's driving. It's all wooded areas. Like everything's yeah, wooded every, except the highway. That's every Jason movie, though. Like it ta- they're, they have to no, travel through like. Right. But OK, so how, you're telling me there's one cemetery in town that they're going to bury him in it. So like he guessed it like. And again, who do you call to find out? Can you just tell me where Jason Vore? I don't think anyone <laughs> yeah. would really give that information out. You know, so the the thing that Tommy wanted to do, the director, he wanted to he had an idea for seven that it would come out that Jason's father is still alive. That's who paid for the. See, that would be stupid because they already had his mom involved in the first one. And now his dad. I mean, that's kind of stupid. I mean, so I mean, I don't know. That would be a comedy movie. The dad is like a normal guy. The dad's like running for mayor of a small town and you have to explain to all your constituents like hey i know that's my boy but i would never do that oh my gosh (laughs) but uh back to horse shack and so so when they get there and you're right the fact that he has to need to see a i have to see the body and then he starts digging and the best thing was that was the plan anyway Horseshack's face when he had the show he had a shovel in his hand and he goes now start digging it and he's like what it's like what you think he was afraid the entire time? Why did yeah. he go with him? Okay, let's can we talk about the fact that they they dug a hole to take Jason out, but that hole was the perfect shape of a coffin. That that hole was what a normal hole looks like when you're when you're first putting a a, a coffin in the hole. It was a yeah, perfect you're using rectangle a machine to do it. Yeah, you're using a machine, and it's a perfect rectangle. It literally <laughs> was a perfect. There's no way they're digging that deep. And with just two shovels and making it a perfect, you know, you know, so yeah. It should be like morning. That's how long it would take to dig that Absol- deep. Like, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and last note about the director. He was a huge fan, fan of Frankenstein and of other directors. So you're going to hear throughout this movie. There's like these little things. And I'm sure when I mention them, you'll be like, oh, that makes sense. So the way he comes back, Frankenstein, Karloff's uh, grocery store is where Tommy gets uh, Megan to pick him up later in the movie. And also Tommy ex- escapes from Carpenter uh, mental hospital. I think okay. there's one more, but it's pretty cool that he did like those little, uh, a lot of little winking nods at the audience, like throughout this whole he did. movie. He did. All right. But God, so, okay. The fact that, so yeah. Yeah. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say just the fact that, okay, he's dead. You see him dead. The, I was going to say, they opened the coffin, right? They see him dead. Okay, he looks like he's so decomposed. Like, I mean, like he looks like he's dust. Like, I mean, he's he looks really like Mumra. Th- he looks like if he, Mumra was dead, he does. And his clothes are like it looks like he's not even clothes on him. Like it looks like everything deteriorated, like completely. Yeah. Yet when he does come alive, his clothes look clean and perfect. So not <laughs> only so I guess when 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 lightning strikes, not only does it make you a zombie, but it also brings your clothes back together. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It it brings yeah, because he looked great, and I love one shot I love in this movie so much is I think he does look. I don't know. I guess because the lightning bolt, he looks like burnt. 
He looks he does. like almost like black, like his head. He does. But uh, the zoom in when his eye first opens. Yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. I think the coolest shot because you see like the worms sort of moving around the eyes and stuff. Yep. Yep. I wish we got more. And obviously he wears a mask. So it's like you can't get that. Yeah. Yeah. But he just looks so scary in that instant. And there were just other times. I don't know. Maybe the, the guy's a big guy who plays him. So it just to me, it's not as so, okay. Where. So first of all, how did Tommy rip off that that post, that metal post? Like he, <laughs> he ripped it off point. like he was like Thor. He just went over there, ripped it out of the ground. I mean, really. But where did he? So Tommy brought the mask with him. Yeah. Why? Why bring? Know. Why is he bring? And how clean was that mask? Like it was so <laughs> clean. This is this is now the sixth movie. You know, I mean, like you're gonna tell me well, it's a brand new mask. These, no, these are all brand new masks. Every year, every Jason gets a new mask every year. I don't know if he gets a new one every year, but this one's definitely new because in four it got split. Remember when he got that? Yeah, no, no of course. So, so then, why did he Tommy even bring it? Oh, I have no. What's idea. the point? He's okay. Stopped at a sporting goods store. Uh, yeah, it makes no sense. Why would you bring the person you just want to make sure they're dead? You're gonna bring him a gift. Yeah. <laughs> like and and why does Jason need it? I mean, if, if he wakes up as a zombie. That means he's not the Jason of old. It's a new Jason, right? It's a new yeah. zombie. You know, don't ha- he knows to put the mask on? <laughs> he knows that. Maybe he looks in the mirror. He's like, yuck. <laughs> he knows he doesn't look good. And he's like, what am I going to do to fix this? Okay. And he's just, all right, all let right. me do this. Okay. All right. It would be so. weird if they stopped the mask. Did you imagine that? Like they just one movie like kiss when they took the well, makeup off. Like, the the problem is that he, he would look too much like uh, the toxic Avenger. <laughs> he was, yeah. Oh, in so this one, he looked, he looked like a mix between the Swamp Thing and Toxic Avenger. Yeah. I'd zoom in. It looked a lot yeah, yeah. like the Swamp Thing, actually. That's what I mean. So, like, I think people will get confused. So, <laughs> but man, so th- just the way that that happens, and then Horshack. I love Horshack. It was like a WWF match because uh, Jason gets out and he's just like looking at Tommy, and then Horshack comes out of nowhere, ba- barely a ding on the back of his head with the shovel. And then Jason just rips his heart out. Yeah, yeah. He he pulls the temple temple of doom, and oh. you know you know Jason does a lot of stare downs in this movie too. Yeah, like you know like so you know like he like one why is he waiting? What is he waiting for each time? Because he does it a couple times, and then what are the people doing waiting for the like at <laughs> this point? The minute he rips his heart out, he should be run hauling ass out of there. Like what is he waiting around for? But you know and. Not for nothing, he seems to hold his own against Jason, who throughout the movie, and Jason has ripped many arms off in this movie, torn people apart in this movie, ripped out hearts, yet he struggles when it comes to Tommy. Yeah, Tommy has the, the edge over him. It's like a boxer, like a no-name boxer that somehow he he like has uh Jason's number because even like the guy that like Keith Hernandez, the Keith Hernandez cop, <laughs> he has no match and he's a he, I thought oh. he was like a bigger dude. His head gets crushed. <laughs> yeah. Not like like no one no one can hold their own against him. I mean, so yeah. I don't know how like I mean again, we're not there yet, but the boat scene, he literally holds his own against Jason. <laughs> it makes no sense, you know. So at all. <laughs> at all. But yeah, yeah, so then Horshack has no heart. Tommy runs away, and then this is when when he puts on the mask. It's like, wow, what a way to bring the mask back and bring out back Jason. The turn, the way he turns, and he's holding the piece of the fence. 
That was in him. Was, in him was that the, the was that the earliest there's been a like a kill in in a Jason movie? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think so, right? I, I yeah, think I feel like all the other ones are set up, set up, set up, set up, right? Kill, set up, yeah, right. So I think this one. I mean, it's the, see the the good thing about this movie, and, and unfortunately, you don't see a lot of it, but it does. Like Jason just goes on a rampage, right? He he kills so many people unnecessarily i mean it really i mean there's so many people but like it's just like one after another like so he does like kill throughout the movie it's just that you only see half of the kills um but the, the kills you do see are pretty cool oh yeah but you know what's funny that you mentioned that i think in four is pretty early because what's his name dies from uh police academy the nerdy cop oh you're right he gets his uh he gets killed and the girl gets killed in the morgue pretty quick and then You're in right, okay. this one is pretty quick. Seven, uh, Tina kills her dad in the flashback. Well, that doesn't count. That doesn't, that doesn't and then, count. <laughs> and then Jason takes Manhattan, that boat scene with our uh, our our pal uh, Tiffany, who uh, played Susie Donaldson. That's pretty early too. But no, you're right. This is this seems really early. Like this is what in oh, five the credits minutes, didn't even happen yet. Done's up. So think about it. the credits. Didn't, the credits didn't even happen yet. So just I mean just yeah. again. So that definitely happens very early. So and yeah. this one, and no then you recap. see no recap no. in the beginning. Yeah. But and then after this killed, then you know you see him up there, and then you start see then you see the James Bond entrance. How Very cool. I mean that wild. It was cool, but it was just it's that just showed you what, what kind of movie you're in for, you know, yeah. coming up. So the, the wink and the nod at the audience, but uh, but you, Tommy, I did like it though. Oh, it was so cool! Like, like just if every Jason could start off like that, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Or or different movies, like different famous <laughs> entrances. I don't know oh. what other movies all top of my head, like uh, him running away, like in Indiana Jones, <laughs> like or have like, like have a cart have a cartoon one like the Pink Panther. Like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that'd be really good I, oh my god that'd be awesome <laughs> so then Tommy goes you know what who do you go to when there's trouble you go to the police right the police man within seconds they're like nope I don't believe you lock them up see see so so these pl- police obviously again the kids in this movie or the, the young adults in this movie don't really know they they know of stories of Jason, but they think it's just lore. They don't think it's real. Um, the cops again, are that's crazy. Of if course, a ma- of if a course. person killed a hundred people, yeah. Again, this is the sixth movie, so you think about how many people he's killed in each movie. So you know, so yeah, clearly you think they would know about it, but the fact that it hasn't pro- been brought up in ten years. Doesn't it seem odd that someone's coming there right now? And the fact that he knew he was Tommy right off the bat. Yeah. How did he know he was Tommy? Tommy was a kid the last time who had a shaved head the last time he saw him. <laughs> uh, you know, like if he, oh, or if, if he ever saw him at all. He might not even met him. So how did he know he was Tommy Jarvis? Because he didn't introduce himself. He just said Tommy. No, that is true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I, and the fact that there's only two cops, there's two sheriffs. And then there's the other cops that are from another thing that kind of hate that guy because there's a funny part that's yeah, kind yeah. of weird in the movie because it comes out of nowhere and you're like, oh, I guess they don't like each other. He's like, hey, is that your daughter? <laughs> what do you want us to do? And the two cops, one has such a uh, like a trigger finger. He's waiting to shoot his new gun with the laser scope on it. Like throughout the whole How movie. Big is that scope? I mean, it looks so silly. R- ridiculous. But he's like literally... He aims it at, you know, like he's ready to shoot it multiple times at someone like, you know, so, I mean, 
he's pulling a gun out on Tommy, who's a kid himself, a young adult himself, and he pulls it and goes, I'm going to shoot your brains out if you, uh, you you don't leave. Wherever the red dot is, it's going to whatever. Yeah, like, you bang. Yeah. He says, yeah. you bang. <laughs> and how about the sheriff? Does he look like he could be like Tim Curry's brother? It's like a mixture of Tim Curry and Donald Sutherland in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely he Donald like Sutherland. Curly, that. curly fro, the mustache. Mm-hmm. But no, he's like, screw this. You know what? We Again, another thing that I guess when I watch these movies as a kid, I'm just like watching, not thinking about and not dissecting. I'm like experts. We are like sequel doctors. <laughs> but the fact that like, he's like, we took a long time to rebrand this town to not be crystal Lake. We're forest green now. And it's like, that would take a long time to re- like my town. If they changed the name to like, uh, I don't know, like fart head, fart head, like whatever. Like in, in, I think like every year, somebody like, Man, remember when we used to be called Annandale? It's like, oh, no, no, no. We're Farthead now. Wouldn't that be like the same thing in this town? It seems like everybody's like so confused. Even like Megan. Wouldn't she be like, oh, it's kind of weird that we change our town's name like that's of course the kid it's gonna be part of the history you're gonna know what your town was before and she was old enough because clearly she's like tommy's age so she wasn't that young that she wouldn't remember it being crystal lake and why the fact is crystal lake still open and who's sending their kids there you know this is a place that again this is the sixth movie so there's been five movies at the same camp that it's been multiple murders at the yeah. same camp. Don't you think it's time to maybe close the camp down and <laughs> put something else there? You know, like, and even if they don't, you're a parent, you're going to send your child to a place that's in six, six other times has multiple people murdered. Yeah. And even <laughs> in the one, I think it's in four is when they shut down that camp and then they open up the camp next door. And all they do to keep people out is like yellow caution tape. That's it. <laughs> But again, who's sending your young kids there? Like this camp, you know, like when you watch these movies, you're, you know, I'm thinking it's going to be more like a teenager kind of camp. These were like elementary school kids. Yeah. Like it wasn't even like, you know, like, so like it, it's, this is a camp where the counselors have been drinking, smoking and having sex every single movie. And this is the camp that's bringing elementary school. Yeah, and there's only like five or six kids, and and you know what's funny? How about the bus driver? It's like jumping ahead because we're talking about the kids. When the bus driver dropped them off, it was almost like they came from another camp that they were terrible at. And mean is the lady is like, they're all yours. Let's go. And they like got the bus <laughs> out of there. What? How about the fact is there's only four counselors, and that's it for the entire camp. I know. There, I know. There's like there's no director. There's nothing. It's just four young counselors. It's well, they could ridiculous. make it. Our uh, the the next scene that we're going to talk about is uh, Tony uh, Goldwyn, uh, uh, who friends with like Alex Winter and Tony Spiridakis. They told ghost? Some cool stories. Yeah, dude. So just like a few years after this, he's in Ghost, and then like then I, yeah. I'm sure in the '90s he was working a lot, but then he's on Scandal, which is like one of the biggest shows, and then he's in uh, one of his most random roles is he plays the Doctor in uh, The Sixth Day. He is the one that Arnold tells you should clone yourself so you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's Tony Goldwyn. And then Nancy is uh director, Tommy McLaughlin's uh, uh, wife. And she is uh, from Morristown, New Jersey. She's a Jersey oh. girl, which is pretty cool. And okay. I love this team again. This scene again is like the whole movie. It's poking fun at itself. Oh, like, 
And she sort of talks to the audience at a point where oh, she goes, yeah. I've seen enough horror movies to know if so, <laughs> you know, and, and when she says that, so she, the, the, Jason's holding a metal rod in his hand, like a weapon. <laughs> and she thinks it's the mask that's scary, not the fact that he's holding a weapon in his hand. A weapon, yeah. Because she, because she goes, you know, I, I've seen enough horror movies that anyone wearing a mask is not good. But he's holding a. How about the fact that anyone standing in in the middle of the road with a weapon in his hand is not good? <laughs> well, not for nothing. Even if they weren't holding a weapon, anybody standing in the middle of that road <laughs> would be not good at all. Anytime. No. And he's not a small guy. And you're gonna play chicken with him? Like, I mean, really? Like, you know, I. Well, okay, somebody, I did somebody like... they couldn't go backwards. They no. could go yeah, forwards, but they. Yeah. I I did like how Jason went right through the car, right into the tire. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. that was pretty cool. That was, as soon as yeah. Tony Goldwyn goes, hey, stay cool. And he pulls out a gun. <laughs> Which, let me tell you, that was the smallest gun I think I've ever seen. Like, that looked like a cap gun. It looked like he had a cap gun in his in his glove compartment. And he takes it out. One thing I would love to, uh, I don't know if like Dead Meat or any of those uh, things recap like the Friday the 13th movies. I wonder if anybody did this series of like the deaths that happen because people get too close. Because this movie has a bunch of them. People get so close, and then that's how they die. They they think they're intimidating. Like, in all these movies, they think that, again, you have this guy. He's got to be at least 6'3", six, 6'4", six, right? He's not, he's not small, you know? So Jason's a big guy to begin with. He's wearing, again, he's wearing a hockey mask, middle of the night. So it's a middle of the night, and he has a weapon. You think you're going to intimidate this guy? You know, like, yeah. and this happens in every movie. Like they, 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 like they yell at him. Like they, you know, like Jason never speaks back, and he, they, they just all yell at him, and they try to threaten him. And it, I mean, the fact that this woman is giving him money, like they're just so <laughs> clueless in this movie. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> I know, but no, you're right. Like even our buddy Michael Benier, he gets so close at the gun, and then Jason just yeah. grab him. And this one, uh, Tony just files, fires like one or two shots. And then he gets. Well, that's all the dude, gun holds. His, his kill, oh yeah, <laughs> his kill is awesome. Getting that and just the way the body flies, yeah, like, through yeah. the air. Oh, he tosses the, it. He tosses him. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You know, I, I don't know. You know, and then of course, like every other, you know, and I hate to say it, usually it's the women that fall down when they're running, and they just can't get up. Like yeah. every time, you know, they're running away, and they, you know, it just like, I mean. I don't know. For some reason, people have a hard time when they're because really Jason doesn't go on like an attack. He's <laughs> usually waits like he usually yeah. waits for anyone. So you do have time. But somehow, I guess the panic takes in and you just your legs turn into rubber. Yeah, you, you can't nervous. move. I don't, I've never been chased by a killer, but I, 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 I can sit there and say like, oh, I wouldn't go upstairs or I wouldn't fall. But I don't know. Maybe your body just goes in such a state. Okay, of panic. Let me ask you a question. How many times you've fallen? Because you're you're about you when you're about to run, have you ever fallen oh, I, from when you're I, about to run? I rarely fall. Okay, right. no one falls. So like you know the fact that it happens in every movie, someone falls when they're running every time, every time. <laughs> so another fun fact from watching like the Crystal Lake Memories, if you haven't seen it, uh, I'm sure it's free somewhere, but I know it's free on YouTube. But uh, Nancy almost died in the scene. So when they show like that inside of the car shot when Jason is going to hit that. So she dives to the right. What happened was the glass didn't break where oh, it was wow. supposed to. So it, if you watch it again, it hits and then goes to the left where she is. 
and it almost went right through her in the passenger seat. She was laying down, and the metal almost went. They through her. Sh- they they sh- so they kept that scene in. So it's the same cut. Yeah, that was so that's oh, the wow. real cut because it it shattered. Like I mean, when he does that, the whole glass shatters. Like yeah, right but away. if you look when it hits. Yeah. The thing doesn't shatter in that spot, and it like dive. The whole thing dives to the left, and it oh, goes right into the passenger seat. But yeah, wow, pretty wild. And and then I don't know when they shot that one, but then she was like, "All right, fine." Uh, and then she was in the mud, so I don't know if yeah. that happened first, and she almost died, and then she was like, "That's fine. Hook me up on the tubes. I'll lay in the mud for my American <laughs> Express card." Like Tommy put that in the movie, and he's like, "You know what? I know people watch movies and sh- shout lines." He's like, "Forever, people are gonna see that movie and say, don't leave home without it.'" And he's like, still to this day at screenings, people say that, which is that's awesome. He, he knew it. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Oh, man. And again, back to now we're back to the police station. I know we mentioned this earlier, but again, Megan, her dad's the sheriff. Not like if your dad was the butcher or the postman. Not like you would know about Jason because of that. But dad has, I guess, more inside information. But she's like, what do you mean, Jason? Dad, what's he talking about? She like, has a screw loose. She has a complete screwless. You know, she doesn't know Tommy for anything. And for one, she trusts Tommy over her father throughout the whole movie. She, I mean, she literally, like, Tommy's there. Her father says Tommy's there because, like, he's either he's crazy or he's thinking, like, and then even later on, she said, like, you know, he's, like, they find murder, murder people that are murdered. And she's, like, still, like, hanging around Tommy. Like, she is so clueless. I mean, it's ridiculous. And yeah, I mean, but, from what I've heard, like a lot of times, like children of, of cops usually are pretty wild because they just can't take take the strictness. So they usually kind of, you know, go out. So, I mean, she's playing that role hard. <laughs> and no mom. So, so she's raised by just right. a dad. Right. She does it. If your mother were here, like a lot of those yeah. lines and they go back. I mean, enough, she pulled a gun on a fellow cop. I mean, well, he pulled really? a gun on her. He pulled a gun on her, fur, which is crazy. Well, uh, yeah, I, like I said, I think a little, but like for one, did he really think she's gonna shoot him? Like, I mean, you're <laughs> a cop. I mean, you know, I mean, let's uh, be honest. I mean, like he knew she wasn't gonna shoot, but he acted like she would have. Like, it's just so stupid. <laughs> why? Why did he survive? Of all you the cops, what? he didn't show up. He was but at the uh, RV. Okay, scene. but yeah, but meanwhile. He's still locked in because there's only two cops in the town and the other cop is dead. That's what happened when he had locked up. So he's still still locked in there. (laughs) He's still there right now. He's just bones. That would be funny if they showed like in in part seven, just like, you know, if they're, but, and the cop is still in, in the, the, the jail. Just let him out. Like the key. Yeah. 10 years later, they finally let him out. They're like, Oh my God, you're still here. We're using another station. Oh my God. <laughs> and then we get from here, we get the gravedigger guy who's pretty funny and like the wink and the nod when he looks right at the camera and he goes, Who would go ahead and unbury Jason for entertainment while he looks at the camera? And you're going to tell me he, he, he made, he took all that dirt himself. Oh, old old guy who's drunk to begin with. And he, and he can't even was walk. able to do that himself. He can't even walk. Yeah. And is he homeless? So like, oh, like who who's hiring him to 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 like work the graveyard and then he's homeless. He's walking through the woods. Like <laughs> Dude, he has no <laughs> If I had to walk home through the woods, I would not have that job. Like at all. No. Well, I mean, it's like the morgue people, right? In movies, like the people that work at a cemetery and morgues are always creepy, weird people. They are. Like it's never the normal, you know. Tech but, cob, lipstick, horse. Oh, yeah. The best. Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, but he's literally like he's walking. So like, and he's and we know as we know, there's a long time of like nothing when they're driving. So he must be homeless and live in the woods. <laughs> yeah. And and who owns Crystal Lake? Oh, the camp? Was That's that a great question? There should have been something in that. Has anyone brought that? Like, it was like never like, like it's just never thought. Like, there's never like a like I said. There's usually never a director or whatever. It's always the kids and everything else. And like, I just want to know like who's hiring these kids, and you know like who's who's Crystal Lake that again that is still open for seven. You know, so I was just curious who owns Crystal Lake, and they never discuss it. Yeah, I know because even in four, there's is it. Which one is it? No, maybe it's two. There's like that guy who's like the, I think it's, it isn't two. He's like the handsome guy that, uh, I think what's her name? Is it Amy Steele in the second one? Who's like, wait, so that, that's in- how you describe him? The handsome guy. He's like the, he looks like Jefferson Darcy in uh, revenge yeah. of theirs. Like that's the look that he has. And he is telling the camp story, but he's not an owner of it, but you're right. You know what, dude, that'd be the, so I, I always said for the 13th, 13th movie, they should bring back all the survivors, which I th- they could still do. And maybe an opening well, scene and then they're not Jason doing gets rid of them. Well, I don't yeah. know. But but that'd be a good one. Some, some rich guy buys the camp and says, I want to bring it back. Because no, they never talked about whoever owned it. They never, they never do. Who keeps but, reopening it? The red but, tape that they would have to like a lawyer fees. But isn't there, doesn't, what's her name live on the, uh, was it Tina? No. Who's the one that had the, the powers? Tina, no, they lived like Tina. on the other side of the lake, which again, when oh, okay. I watched this movie, there's no house on the other side of the lake <laughs> okay. at all. All right. So, so I thought maybe like she, cause she had, did have a house there. I thought maybe her family owned it or whatever, but you think your drunk dad that drowned, that she murdered. Owned the camp? Maybe the Voorhees, maybe the, the, it, it's their camp. Maybe. Mr. Voorhees will come, maybe come in G- one of these days. Oh my God. Yes. And he can oh, yeah, reopen the kid. Yeah. All the yeah. kids you want to bring them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the more risque girls, the better. That's what oh my, my boy gosh. likes. Uh, but no, you're right. There should be something that'd be, that's an interesting thing. I wonder if uh, anybody listening at sequels on, let us know if you ever heard in the series of like, Egan, who actually Egan, owns it. Egan, Egan, Egan knows. Hook us up, hook us up. So uh, the, now we get to the paintballers. Well, the one guy, big time, the heavyset guy, big yeah, I, time character actor in the eighties, eighties, nineties, every show, Family Ties. But don't tell, don't tell me that this is so not out of place. Like oh, it, it really makes it makes no sense whatsoever. Like it, it really doesn't. For one, you're gonna have a a a, a paintball, uh, I guess, course right next to the camp, and there's no one like there's, there's no people that own the course there. It's only the people that work together. Yeah. So are they just play? So they just they just randomly went to uh, the woods on their own to play. I guess that's what we did when we were kids. We used to go like in the okay, but they, they're not us. kids, and half of them look like they've never played before. I mean, it, yeah, the, the first two guys, they're like executives, they're like ec- executives because oh. that was the whole joke about the woman being like the executive. They're like, oh, how are we gonna shoot? We, yeah, we right, shooter. Yeah. So they never played, and then I mean, you do have the tackleberry there. You have the one guy who thinks he's tackleberry, Oof, and then you have the one guy that keeps falling every time he, he turns around. He's falling on the ground. Like yes, you have sweet t- sweet Chuck running around and tackleberry. Yes, yes. How about when the sweet Chuck guy when he drops the gun? Oh. He drops the gun and he's searching for it. Like he lost his glasses. He I, has his glasses on, but he's doing the. 
And he's searching in the same spot for the whole like 30 seconds he's looking. Yeah. He's just looking in front of him. Like it's how and okay. Okay. So they're playing in the woods that it looks like it's like fall time, right? There's 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 no leaves on these trees. How yeah. is Jason going around killing people that they can't see? And if I'm gonna play paintball, you're gonna play when you you really are right in the open wherever you go. Like there yeah. really were no tr- leaves on the trees. <laughs> That's true. Okay. I did like the funny joke of like when you're out of the game, like when she oh. comes out of nowhere and she shoots those two guys, and they have to wear the dead the bandana. Bandanas. Yeah. I thought that was so cool on the dude the triple uh, the way oh. Jason gets his machete. Yeah, like you said how silly it is. He doesn't know his own strength that he ripped the guy's well, arm off. How about the fact that he climbed a tree? <laughs> I mean, he climbed the tree and he was high enough that they didn't see him. So he had to be yeah. pretty high. And again, there's no leaves. So not you don't see a guy, a, a six a foot three guy object? with a mask yeah. <laughs> standing in a tree. And he happened to jump down like, you know, like, so one, I, I would like to see him tr- climb. Like, I want to see Jason climb. You know, I wish I showed that. But yeah, I mean, it just so like he's a zombie now. Like he knows to climb. Like he does things in this movie probably better than he does in any of them, any of the other movies yet. He's a mon like he was a monster before, but he's a real monster now. He is like the fact that he's, and he does way more in this movie. I mean, he plays hide and seek in this movie. He's he wait, like he does. He like, he doesn't act like a zombie. He acts like a serial killer in this movie. (laughs) He's very Michael Myers esque in this movie. He peeps. He, he, a, he peeps he, in the other one. He does. In in eight, definitely he peeps a lot. But in this one, he like he does. Especially peep. when he when he is playing hide and seek, and messing with sissy. That is really a Michael Myers ish oh, thing, yeah. you know, messing with somebody. Oh, that's yeah, ridiculous. So, yeah, no, I mean, again, I think he does. He's not really a zombie. I mean, he's I know he's a zombie, but the fact that he he knows to put a belt on that has other weapons on there, he uses it and has perfect aim when he when he throws something like like perfect aim. Like, again, he's commando. He's literally, you know, yeah. commando in this movie. Like in part three, when he shoots the bow and arrow perfectly through uh, Bernie Lomax's uh, girlfriend's eye. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I never, I've never really thought about it. Like, how does he have perfect aim in everything? He's a, mo- he's a monster. He's, he's a, monster. a monster, but he's a monster who lives at a summer camp, I guess, and no one's there. So he, pra- he, so he practices in the winter time. Yeah. So in the winter time, he practices. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, he can make like great birdhouses. Uh, he does all the cr- macaroni pictures, all the great crafts, and then also the bow and arrow. He's that good. And, at and that. enough and nothing. So. He's a monster and he's, he's, you know, a zombie in this one, but he still looks like he's in incredible shape. He hasn't eaten in 20 years. Yeah. Like he, like you would think he would start, like he'd be running around like a skinny zombie. Like, you know, at least zombies eat people. Like he doesn't eat any people. He just kills them. So like, how is he still in perfect condition? Like he, he's still in like great, great shape. (laughs) He works out. He, he well obviously he was dead you know what's funny another thing i just thought of that makes zero sense so all right tommy's when he's reading like that satanic ritual book he yep. reads that in order to get rid of like uh, a zombie or whatever they have to be like put in their like in their original death place right so jason died in the in the water he drowned as a kid 1957 so 
the thing that makes zero sense to me is that he didn't really drown, right? That was the whole lore. They never said they had a funeral for a eight year old boy. Like Mrs. Worries never said that. So, cause he bleeds in two, three and four. So he has blood. So that makes no sense. Cause he would be a zombie the whole time if he died in 57. Right. Well, I mean, he, not for nothing. He did die. I mean, he's again, he's a monster. So he did die at some point. So he should technically be a zombie this from day one. You're right. He should. So, but how about the fact that Tommy's looking through that book about, you know, how, how to deal with a zombie and acting like this is something normal. I mean, the fact that the fact that there's a book out there that actually has that. And the fact that he's like, look at, Oh, okay. This is how you kill a zombie. Like really, like they, like so. This is like common to them. Like they're not the, like he doesn't seem the slightest surprised that this I'd guy like, oh has God, been I dead for to, wait, ten I years. To, I have to get, I have to <laughs> wrap a chain around his neck and then get a giant rock and take that on a boat. I, oh my god! That's gosh. how I'm gonna get yeah. rid of him. He seems because so it's easy to find a, a giant chain. Like I mean, where do you find a giant chain like that? <laughs> and well, Meg, I mean, Megan it, said, it, "I'll get you everything. I, you, every, you let me go with you. I'll get you everything you need." It also looked like it was like midnight. Like, I mean, it was like pretty dark out. So like, I don't know yeah. what store is open that has chains. <laughs> and you don't going to tell me this, the sales clerk is not going to question. You have a shovel chains and uh dynamite or whatever you had, like gasoline. Like you're not going to raise questions. Like, what do you need us up for, sir? Yeah, what are you up to tonight? Mom, just uh, yeah, hang no, out with the boys. Yeah. Just normal. Yeah. <laughs> she likes to get freaky what? in the bedroom. <laughs> like, well, he probably threw like a bag of Skittles on there just to say, you know, throw her off. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and Skittles. <laughs> and then the guy's like, you know what? For a second, I thought you were a crazy serial killer. <laughs> but then I saw the Skittles and I'm like, all right, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, so from there, we get the uh, the great beheading. It's so good, man. Oh. The, 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 the triple beheading. And then from there, we see the guy, Roy, that they're looking for who might be the last person alive. He shows up and they play like, burr, burr. they play like sort of like, uh, it's silly. It like it's such silly music. Stripe. It sounds like, stripes yeah, I know it did, it did. It did. It did. And he shoots. It was just once, so silly. And Jason is like, what is this? He looks down at it like, what the hell is this? And then he, and the guy goes, and he throws the gun. Not like it would hurt anymore to I, Jason. He survives everything, but there's more than one paintball. In there. The, like, it, 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 you know, it seems that, Jason, like this is all new to Jason because the way yeah. he acts in this movie, it's like he's never like done any of this before. I mean, I guess now that he's a zombie, he just f- he has no memory of his past, which Maybe. then why would he care to go to Crystal Lake then? That's true. <laughs> he's drawn there. I mean, because he really like he, I mean, when he's in the woods, like again, he, he when he risks the arm off, he's like looking like, wow, you know, like then he then he's looking like, you know, he got shot and he's like looking like he just seems like it's, he's not his normal self. You know, where, you know, he just goes on a rampage. Like, so he should, if he doesn't have memory of killing and all that stuff, he shouldn't have memory of Crystal Lake. You're right. He shouldn't have his, like, he has, he has that attraction, but, or maybe he finally said, I'm going to appreciate life and all these kills and I'm going to really soak them in because you never know when your last kill happened. But, uh, but yeah, when he looks at the arm and holds it up and like looks at the dangly <laughs> coming out from it and the blood, it's pretty funny. Yeah. All right. No, man. And Roy, the Roy's death was, he just said, oh my God, oh my God. But how did he die? I forget. The nerdy guy. Did he die? Or just, I know, no, I know, I know. Away. I'm trying to think. Did he run away? No, Jason wouldn't have let him run away. I don't remember, but no, he killed everybody. He's not, Jason does not let anyone run away. 
So do you so, think he went to the police station and killed that cop that was in the jail cell really quick and then went back to the camp? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> so, so, yeah, oh, no, he did die. He was yeah, dismembered he by Jason. I don't know why. Just well, I guess him. if I had to take a guess, that would probably would be my top choice that what happened <laughs> <Yeah>. to him. <laughs> I don't think Jason <laughs> sent him on vacation. Yeah, he dismembered him. I'm trying to think. What did he, did he throw the machete in his back while he was running? It was something. I forget. Was it the dart one or is that later on? That no, the dart was on. the cop on the dock, which okay, that one's okay. really cool. Oh, ridiculous. Uh, he's just screaming, okay. oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. But this is where uh, Tommy thinks, you know what? I'm going to get ran out of town. He's being, he's listening and he just goes right to the cemetery. He like, tries well, no, no, well, no, no. So he, we, 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 so after he was at the police station, they were, fo- they yeah. let him go and they were following him. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget. So, um, yeah. So he's like, I mean, did he think he was going to lose the cops? Cause he, he does it like so quickly and the cops are right on his tail. Like, so he really didn't have enough time to go there. You know, um, but yeah. Why I would mean, you like pretend and, to leave? Go onto the highway, that right? They bring and they go back. Like a few, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they they do pull like a first blood on him, where they drive him at the end of town, drop him off, and tell him, "All right, don't come back." And yeah. they come back like like they trust that he's not going to come back. I know the same thing. Yeah, no, <laughs> but no. Then they get to the grave, and I love how the sheriff just obviously believes that he's crazy but also doesn't want to believe jason's back because when they get to the grave and he's like he's there look at him and he's like yeah so you're telling me oh i guess he got cold overnight and he pulled the dirt over (laughs) that was pretty funny (laughs) oh my god and the guy drank it the grave digger as soon as he was like you why'd you why'd you cover the body he wasn't in there there was no one in there and he like Looked like he didn't want to say anything because he doesn't want to lose his job. Then he takes like two quick swings. I'm gonna guess that he doesn't even work there. Like he probably doesn't <laughs> even work there. He just does that? it for fun. <laughs> what are your I mean, Who's paying him? Who's paying digger. him? I play. Okay. First of all, it's like the smallest cemetery ever. There's like three rows. Oh, yeah. You know, it's where Tommy runs there. So I mean, they. So for three rows, you really need a grave digger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it didn't look like there was any room for any other graves anyway. So what is the grave digger really doing there? <laughs> I think he he probably just digs up people and then puts them back in there like he's doing something. Yeah, and and he doesn't. He maybe gets paid like minimal. Again, he but doesn't have a guy ha- that owns it. I don't think anyone owns it. It's it's just in the woods. It's like it's like because <sighs> again, I, he doesn't even have a house. So like, I don't think he's getting paid on anything. Although I don't know how he has money to to buy the you know the whiskey whatever that but, looks like just uh, like it looks like he drinks rubbing alcohol with like uh, coke mix in it <laughs> oh it was so like such school. a weird brown yeah. color I'm like oh yeah and the swigs and he looked like it was painful when he was drinking <laughs> he he looks like again he looks like like wh- he looks exactly the type that you would think they would have that kind of like flask. Um, and just, he just looks like, you know, he's such a drunk and again, I think he's homeless. I, I don't think he, you know, and I really don't think he works there. I think he just does it, you know, on the side, but his line, man, just hearing a guy oh. that age. And, and when he goes, dig forehead. him up, what does he think? I'm a forehead. I, I, la- I just, again, you mentioned fart. You're going to laugh. Like, I just don't think I've ever heard anyone be called a farthead before. <laughs> like that's almost like a Pee Wee Herman kind of like line, like you farthead, yeah. you know, like, but like, 
I wonder what they were thinking. Like, he's got to have some kind of name to use what the writers are thinking of. So what can we use? How about Farthead? Like, I just don't know. Like, it just, or, you know, they probably had someone's kid in the, in the meeting with them. And like, they were going yes, through all these the, names. The and the kid goes, kid how about Farthead? Yeah. <laughs> farthead. We can't say shithead. We don't want to use that, that word in the movie. What else can we use? Timmy, what do you think? Farthead. Yeah. <laughs> so we have it. a movie that's rated R that has kills, uh, beheadings, and and we don't know if it's sex or dry humping, but we can't use a curse <laughs> word for a name. Like, but, I don't but know. the the cut makes it so much funnier. He's having his forehead. He asks the question, "What does he think of forehead?" <laughs> and then it's all the girl campers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And and, these... and yeah, I mean, these campers are just ridiculous. The outfits. Oh, they don't know what they're doing at all. Okay. Like they don't. Oh, the campers. Okay. Oh, I think you meant the counselors. Campers. Well, I'm talking about the counselors first of all. Yeah. The ca- I mean, the fact that you're wearing suspenders with sweatpants was that a thing in '80s? <laughs> She's wearing know. suspenders with sweatpants. Like yeah. I'd never heard of that before. <laughs> yeah, and they yeah '80s. Oh, everything everything was on the table in the '80s. That wearing like extra like extra clothes, <laughs> like more clothes than you uh, need, was a trend. And again, we discussed that there's only four of them. I wrote down what I thought was in the boxes and groceries that they brought in the house. Did oh, you did you notice? That. No, oh, you didn't notice man, what they brought in. That's okay. two episodes in a row. We got the Psycho Two with the yeah. cereal. What what, well, what would they have? Okay, so okay, so again, there's no adults there. There's no chef there. We don't see anyone else but those four counselors. So this is what they brought for the summer camp for the kids. I guess. All right. So so. They had, let me see. So they had uh, two barrels of, or like containers of oatmeal. They had a lot of fresh vegetables that weren't in any bag. So it's like the fresh vegetables that you would get at a farm. So somehow yeah. they have a like a like a like a basket of fresh vegetables. Um, they had a big thing of toilet paper. Yeah. They had heavy duty garbage bags. They had a box of napkins. A box of napkins. Okay. They had ketchup, mustard, and mayo, and a very big bag of popcorn that was already popped. So that's that's it. what they brought for the camp for the summer. <laughs> that's like the cheapest camp ever. You send your kid, and it's like, uh, oh and again, God. like so they're so they're running the food. Also, besides being counselors, they're also running the food. There should be like a cook there because of the course there should there, be a cook there. Was there was only supposed to be two more. Ca- the two people were Nancy and uh, and Tony Goldwyn. So like they were the two other people. So you're and you know they weren't six? cooks. They were probably just overseeing everything. Oh, so yeah. and and again, your parents, you don't do research, saying, "All right, this is what the co- the the this is what the camp you know is gets in, you know has involved." There's a cook here for their lunch, their meals. Like this is what they're eating. This is what the, you know, like. No, they're like they're literally their brochure has got to be very small. We got four counselors, and and honestly, for the four counselors, they have one male counselor for all the boys. Yeah, and like who clearly had no clue what he's doing because he no, tells some worst. random story, yeah. and then the two, then you have three girl counselors for the same number of boys. <laughs> yeah, when they, when like, these kids got home and they got picked up after the, this whole whole ordeal, <laughs> I hope the kids were like, "Why don't you love me?" Because you sent me to the worst camp where a murderer has come back every 10-ish years. And 
they're they've been basically they met the murderer that came in because he came oh, in dude, with that the, was which awesome. But at, if twice. you think about it, twice, Jason's never seen kids. Right, he was a kid <laughs> himself when he died, and then there's never been he he's never been around long enough to see the the campers. Yeah. Do you think he looks at them and he he is still sees on himself that like mindset? Yeah, of course he is. He still has the mindset of, of the kid. That's why he didn't kill him. Because if otherwise, that would have been a great murder spree for him. He had like sixty people in there. He could have killed. Yeah. But he literally like he looked like he was King Kong. You know, seeing a woman for the first time because he was staring at that girl like like oh wow you're a child like because because he didn't raise his, his his machete at all like he was very no. he was like nice. He was gentle maybe, with her. Which, uh, maybe this yeah. whole time in all these movies, he just wants to join the campers and be <laughs> yeah. one of them. <laughs> That's why he's practicing all those activities in the winter. That's why. So yeah. when they ask him to play, he can be good, you know? And they'll pick him but, first. Uh, yeah, we get Jason. Potato sack races. He's, he packs. Well, I, I don't, potato sack, I don't think he'd be good. He's too tall. <laughs> <laughs> egg on a spoon he does all he practices every single yeah. day. <laughs> oh my god but how about the next scene again this is what is different about this one versus the other ones a lot of rando people die in it all, all the other movies i feel like they're all central to the situation or to the camp or to someone how about the couple in the woods like when the grave diggers walk what, you mean the whoa. ones having a nighttime picnic who For, does that oh who like again like in these movies there's always nighttime swimming nighttime picnic like that's not a thing like no one does that you know you're, you're gonna tell me uh, and, and, and i mean i myself would be, wouldn't be nervous but like a lot of girls are gonna be out there they're gonna hear a howl hoot they're gonna hear uh, like an animal rustling you think they're gonna be calm sitting in the woods like yeah. i wouldn't want to sit 13th. in the woods and on, fr- and on friday the 13th well, in a town well, that think... has the lore of it yeah yeah, but uh, wait, did yeah, I guess. Wait. So they So this okay. If this I just thought about this right now. So if if the murders happen every Friday the 13th, how about close the camp that one day? Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Friday the 13th, we're going to shut everything down. Everybody go visit a relative and next Jason comes out of his like his whole like oh it's Friday. It's Saturday the fourteenth. I can't. All right, forget it. And he goes back. It goes like, away. Like, like he missed it. Tony Phil. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> hey guys, six more weeks of no killings. He didn't see any campers. Maybe that's what would really help him out. But man. Oh man. Yeah. But yeah, the night uh, the nighttime picnic is so ridiculous. But I, that's ridiculous. But what's even more ridiculous is it seems like this guy's proposing just to get laid because her line. Was basically like, oh, I you just brought me out here to do. He's like, what? You think I would do this just for that? And then he like, I'm like, did you know how crazy this guy was? He's like, I want to just sleep with her. I'm gonna give her a ring, and I don't know if I'm gonna go through the marriage, but she thinks we're engaged now. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe he waited like uh, two years. He's like, all right, you know what? Clearly, she has to wait till be engaged, so I have to at least try. You know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then she's da- she's down for it. He's like, "Oh no, I can't believe you think I would do that." And she's like, "Oh no." And then she lays down. And then they start hooking up. And then this is when uh, one of the coolest kills, I think, underrated kill in the franchise, is when the guy's drinking the his, uh, oh. his his bottle, and he's looking around. And he hears sounds. A rock oh, even yeah. rolls down a hill. He's done, and he goes, "Whoop!" 
throws it in the air, and then <gasps> no sound. Well, does he and throw he, it? Wait, does he throw it though? I think he, Jason just grabs it out of his hand. No, because there's no sound. He, no, well, he makes that motion, but you don't hear. He was right that's behind the, him. I know, but yeah. that's the no. I know, but it's like he I don't caught know it. He, that was the whole thing. I know. I, I was like, I was questioning, like, did he catch it or did he just grab it out of his hand as he was throwing it because he was that close, you know? Yeah, no, I'm sure the guy didn't feel someone grab it like that close, but maybe it was in there for a little uh, bit. He couldn't hear him. He couldn't hear this monster walk towards him. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised that, you know, again, I mean, and I find it almost impossible if someone's throwing something like that right over their head, he's going to catch it right away. Yeah. Or he has the, the reflexes. Your thrill of hearing a bottle break, which it probably wouldn't break because it's landing on dirt and and well, it could land on a rock. I mean, it could land on a rock. Could okay, but still, you know, you're again. Jason has incredible reflexes to be able to catch it. Yeah, and he's a zombie, and then then breaks it in like just that look of him staring at the guy, the grave digger, cracking in his hand. So let me. So if you you're in the woods and you see Jason, how long does it take you to turn around and haul ass? Not like even I feel these a, people. Half a second. Yeah, not, I, I I wouldn't need to see him crushing anything or do, moving. The second I see him in the corner of my eye, I'm out of there. Like there's no waiting. There's there should be no waiting at all. And everybody waits. Everybody waits to see what he's going to do next. I've run if I'm alone, even on the streets. As a kid, adult, I see something that's a little sketchy. Oh, I'm not waiting around. Running. Of course. Now, he clearly doesn't really like that girl. Is he leaving the girl there and just running? Oh, my like, God. Like, if he had a chance or he goes, you know, or, I mean, because he, he does he, come he showed... back for her to go to the bike. But, man, their death is another cool one I, in the franchise. Yeah. Like, another great one. They're like, we have to go. We have to... And they see him, and they're like, we have to go. Tell the sheriff. And then by the time they can even finish that sentence, machete through both of them. Yeah. Oh. So he kills three paintballers with one machete slice and two people on the bike. So he gets kills out of the way pretty quickly. Like, you know, why yeah. wait like one at a time? He just, you know, but that was also the cheesiest motorcycle I've ever seen. If that was, like, <laughs> what? A it was a really tiny one. Yeah, it was a tiny like. So like he's, he's supposed to impress her by driving in the middle of the woods right next to a murdering camp. On a cheesy <laughs> motorcycle, on a moped. Yeah, <laughs> it was so romantic. <laughs> and, and another thing that that even further uh, like supports what we're saying, how like the distance between the movies is they're playing a board game or they're playing a card game called Camp Blood. So yep. like, it's not like that thing would be like invented like a year after like murders had happened. It'd be like something like has to be passed along. The game would change and things like that. The fact that they're playing that, I'm just like, and you're there. Like they're making yeah. jokes about it. let's play camp blood. And the one girl gets uneasy about it. Like sissy's joking around about it, but it's like, if you're yeah, you think... really hearing the card game, why would you work at this camp? Yeah. But you think about, you think about again, according to them, it's an urban legend, right? So, you know, with an urban legend, you're going to make up a game, you know, because you don't think it's so like, that's why the one girl is not phased at all. I think the other girl is just completely creeped out from the, day, the minute she got there. So I mean, yeah. like you said, why are you even working there knowing that this is replaced, you know, because they're old enough again to know that it used to be called Crystal Lake. So they're not hiding it. It from seems them. that way. No, it really does seem that way. Cause, but the way they talk about it, it's almost like they heard it from someone else or heard it from like an older 
sibling or somebody who's like, oh yeah, Crystal Lake. Like the way they say it, it's not like this was yeah, like yeah. super recent, which is uh Oh man. So did did any of the Jason things get you upset? Because I think it's still funny, but it is silly. Uh when he when the Winnebagos are rocking, don't come a knocking. Oh. And he looks at it like a dog with the tilted head. Like Yeah, hmm. I know. It's again, he he does things like a human. Like he's probably he should be more monster than he's ever been. Yet he does so many he has so many human qualities in this movie. You know, like yeah. again, the fact that he's smart enough to unplug the power the generator get into the the winnebago and hide in the bathroom like that's how smart he is he's a zombie he's a monster he wouldn't figure any of that out so like i they made him they made him too smart in this movie <laughs> too smart they really did and he waited there for the perfect timing like he knew you know, he knew I, that I thought it, he would blast the music and you're right. Teenage Frankenstein. He, he like knew like, oh, this guy's going to blast it. Drive yeah. terribly. Which I think would have been funny if as Jason's walking towards him, like he starts like stumbling backwards sideways as he's driving. Like instead of walking like his normal straight, you know, like let him like fall down a few times. Like let him like it's the way he was driving. I think, you know, add yeah. a little bit more to him. But no, he had perfect balance. He, the way Darcy was falling around and stuff was like, oh. I'm like, oh my God, that's really her. I'm like, she can, yeah. make, I don't know if they were really driving or she was initiating that on her own. But even before that, the fact that she is like still to this day, oh, smoke well, show. The, the fact that he, she's like, oh, it's only like seven more minutes or something like that. Or like, yes. she's like, she's so like, it's almost like, she was like showgirlish, like in the pool, like that scene in the pool. Yes. Like she's just wild, and she and he look. He looks like he's just like he's he's he was done like three minutes ago. Like he was. He yeah. Like, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, and what's his name? Court. What kind of name is Court? I don't know. I don't know. It's Court. Courtney. But he has he has that Boy typical Courtney's. look, like the like the Johnny Depp of the eighties look. Like you know, he's that typical eighties like ridiculous. Yeah. Again, who's yeah. hiring this guy? <laughs> Come on, just seven more minutes. And he's like, ugh. And then Jason cuts the power and she goes, Did you I don't know if she said, Did you come? She's like, Did you make it? No, she or didn't like say one that. of those old yeah. no, she said like one of those old timey phrases, like, Did you make it? or something. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked like he was exhausted. <laughs> like he looked, you know, so and 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 then, then she gives out that that it's her father's Winnebago. Her step or douche stepdad that for some reason she has to like bring it back right then, even though they they're like, oh, I don't want to be around because the wire was cut. Like I don't know who did it, but I want to be around for it. And uh, yeah, it was like your douche stepdad. But his driving, she could have died yeah. from that. The way she was oh, going yeah. forward, hundred percent. And he and he wasn't even paying attention to her. Like he thought she was having fun alone. Ugh. Like that's the whole the whole time. He's like, oh, it sounds like you're having a great time back there. Oh, well, really? no, 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 not even that. It went from, oh, yeah, save something for me like that. She was yeah. like going to town on herself. Right. To a minute later, hey, are you taking a dump? <laughs> I guess because he heard the struggling when Jason put her in there and then pushed her face. Does, the okay, so does he think, does he, well, that was a cool kill. That but does good. he think a girl is going to be make that that loud noises going to the bathroom like in front of or him or the other or, or the other would you be shaking the whole thing no but he said he's taking a dump like he really thinks that girl's going to be like making listen if if this is like it seemed like it was kind of early on their dating like i don't know if like it was like a you know 
You're going to tell me a girl's grunting like that, going to the bathroom, right? Like, right. I don't, I, I'm going to have questions on a second date. If that's it, because I mean, if, if, because usually people hold back, you know, you don't fart in the beginning of a dating, you know, you have to wait a a while before you let it one go and see how it goes, you know, but if they're going to be doing that early on and she's grunting that loud and she's holding back, can you imagine when she's not holding back? Oh yeah. (laughs) She's like, I don't like to hide. I like to be myself. I'm going to rip it right (laughs) in the first date. I don't hold farts in. (laughs) But man, that whole thing, Teenage Frankenstein, that uh, yeah. Alice Cooper song, which is so cool that he was cranking that. Yeah. But this whole scene, which I have the the clip of, because we're gonna watch the whole thing. And if you're listening, you can listen to it. But you're watching yeah. it on YouTube. So uh, somehow she can't stand up, but Jason goes walks normal to this. Well, I think at that point is when the guy figures it out, and he's already on the road. Oh. He is flying in that thing. Oh, dude. It's scary how big those things are. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. But just to, because uh, we kind of recapped a lot of this, just to, like fast forward when, oh, dude. Yeah. So he's got this. So the, why is he struggling? Why is he struggling with her, though? I don't know. It's almost like See? he's telling her, like, shh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's a cool kill. But. He was struggling. Like, I mean, usually he doesn't play around. He kills right away. Yeah. He was toying with her. Maybe maybe he liked her. He had the hots for her. So he wanted to, like, hold her for a few minutes longer. But I always love these kills in the franchise is when you see him, like, you, You're going to tell shot. me this kid doesn't see him walking towards him at all? Like, in a mirror? Uh, and he knows to go. Belt? Okay. He knows to go to his belt to get a weapon out. Like, I mean, it's so ridiculous. Him the tool man Taylor, man. Oh. oh. So good. Dude. The flip of the And they did that in the first take. Which oh, obviously really? you would have to in like when you're making a movie that's sort of a semi low budget, you can't be breaking two of them. This shot. Wait, uh, is his shirt tucked in? <laughs> Wait. So he tucked his shirt in. Look at it. His shirt's tucked in. <laughs> so he he has a belt on and his shirt's tucked yeah. in. So he has to look he has to look nice for the whole movie. I didn't realize uh, that. That's really he's proper. What? Zombie he, Jason has standards. And and, and again, it's, he was not wearing those clothes when he was in the grave. He had like it looked like he was a burnt corpse. You know, with maggots all over the place and his clothes are all shredded. He looks like he just walked out of the gap. Yeah, now he, he had a, now he's he had a collar shirt on and he has khakis on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he's like a mechanic. He's like very oh my Michael god. Myers. He's wearing like the Michael Myers getup sort of. Again, jumper. Michael Myers finds the same jumpsuit size every time he goes to <laughs> ridiculous. He finds the perfect mechanic every time. And then, so now the sheriffs find the bodies of Tony Goldwyn and Nancy. So you get like that little bit of eeriness. And Tommy, this is when he's at Karloff's uh, general store. And yep. he calls Megan, who's in, in this craziness. She's not at the camp. She's just hanging out at the police station. Tommy's not even there. And she's balancing in a chair. Why is she waiting in the police station? 
I don't know. That makes no sense. Right? Like, no like her friends are all at the camp. They're all partying and having a good time. Why is she hanging out at the police station? It makes no sense. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Weird. Maybe she didn't want to and play this, cards. Maybe she didn't. Because there's only two other people. That were I, I know. Out. Well, there's three. But Colt or Cole or whatever Well, Court is. is with Dark. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But, okay. So, there's actually four. I mean, was was wait. Was, was she one of the counselors, too? Yeah. Okay, so so I, I didn't realize there was so there were five there were four girl counselors. I thought it was only three. No, it's only okay. it is only yeah, three. Yeah. It's Megan, yeah, Sissy, no, and the other no. Girl. There no. There's there's the one at the at the jail. The what's her name? Megan, okay. the sheriff's daughter. Yeah, they are the two that are playing cards, and then you have mm-hmm. the one that's in the in the Winnebago. I she wasn't a counselor. That's what I said. I just said that. Was she a counselor? Oh, yeah, said, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. She wasn't. I thought you meant Megan. No. No, 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 no. they no, make no. a line, okay. they're like, oh, Quartz with some girl that he met. Okay, so. that's okay. That's what I mean. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Which, again, that yeah, okay. All right. It's fine. So, so yeah. So, so this, the rest of this movie, I mean, the rest of the scene, when she's, you know, gets the call from Tommy, and she's like, I'll help you, and I'll get all the stuff you need. She's a maniac. Oh, like, she's, she's a, crazy. She's absolutely crazy, and yeah. I, which I think Tommy sort of likes, because there. I mean, there's a couple scenes in this, you know, part that he really likes. Oh yeah, yeah just... <laughs> yes, yes. But at the same time, though, like she, first of all, she drives like a stunt driver. I mean, how long was she driving backwards for in the highway when the cops are chasing her? <laughs> she was a pro. She, she was. was an absolute pro. And then just before, so he pick, she picks him up, and she goes, "What are you doing?" Because he just wanted the car. Yep. And then he was, she was like, nope, it's mine. Only I drive it. She's like, what are you, an idiot? Park it behind the store so nobody could see it. And then at the same time, they just found, obviously, like the, the counselors that were uh, killed, Tony Golan and Nancy, and then they find the paintballers. And I love the line that the sheriff with the red laser, he goes, yeah, he picked the perfect way to, day to do this, Friday the 13th. <laughs> like he they, they had to throw it out there, of course. Yeah. Well, I think there was a part when he goes over there. He goes, "Did he find anything else?" And it's literally an arm right in front of his feet. When they, when they, like he, yeah. like the body parts were sitting right in front of him, and he's like, "Did you find anything else?" Like he didn't even see it, <laughs> yeah. you know. And then the fact that that Tommy wanted the car, so he wanted to just get it, leave the girl there and take off and leave her in the middle of nowhere. That was I his guess, plan. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That makes zero. Yeah. Why would he think that? Why would he think she would okay. be into that? Oh yeah, sure. Leave me while you Wait. say a killer's on the loose. Right. Not me. only that, right? Not why would she be into that? But so he's he knows it's a killer loose, so he's gonna leave her in the middle of nowhere where the killer can get her. Yeah. Okay. Jason right. could walk past Karloff's like that. That that isn't that far away. It's not like it's because they don't get they get they have to like circumvent everything. Because at this point is when they have to go get the the stuff. And they do pick it up, and then that's when they get chased. But be, but in between of the, of that, we get Sissy's death. And I have to—I didn't Google it because uh-huh. I didn't want my computer history to be uh, ruined. But uh, Sissy's <laughs> reading Men at Play yeah. magazine, and it says yeah. nude special. But the guy on it looked like the Tiger King. He had blonde <laughs> hair. He looked like an old man. But she was into it. She was thumbing through it. Uh, that's just all right. Enjoying her times. Listen, Ron Jeremy, you know, we'll bring him up again. I mean, look at the guy look like. So, and women yeah. like it. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, the the fact that 
there, there, we have Jason at the camp at this point, right? He's at the camp at this point, or no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Because oh, yeah, he plays. You have all scene. these he kids there. The don't don't like. Wouldn't a counselor sleep near the kids? Like, I feel like their their cabin is so far away from the kids. It is, yeah. And the fact that they okay. didn't realize this is how bad of uh, counselors they are. They didn't realize that their door was open. Like the door to their cabin opens multiple times. Yeah. Like later in the movie too. And like no like realization of it. And they just say, oh, it's probably court playing a prank. That's the sound that's outside. The little tiny sound. That's something in a lot of these movies. They think it's a prank. Like when it's, when, when a killer is doing something or setting them up, they always think that one of their friends is playing a prank. Is, was that big in the 80s? Like people just pranking people all the time? Pranking. I guess. But you would think it would be like 90s was like jackass and. Yeah. Like well, jackass like that, didn't really do that... pranks. They kind of put themselves yeah, in their own true. pranks. I guess they did. Yeah, they pranked themselves. <laughs> but uh, the, the fact she goes, I'm going to pour lemon light soda yeah. on their head. And she looks out the window. So she's like, huh? Did lemon like. She could have just said, "I'm going to pour something on his head." Like, what's uh, was that like a? Like, she didn't, I know she didn't say a brand, but like, that's supposed to be like the like a get back to someone. Like, I'm going to pour I lemon soda, whatever on him. Like, it's so stupid. Gonna, yeah, people, you know, soda stinks. Get poured on like Coke, but lemon lime. Oh, it's the worst. Oh my gosh, and I mean, again, this is. I mean, it's so. This part is so silly. Like, her shoes, her slippers, are uh. left behind. Like, but he I was mean, right I, there because you I heard know. it hit something. So, of course. so for the rest of this movie, it'd be funny if they had one joke. If uh, like somebody walked into a room and they're like, it "Smells like lemon lime," <laughs> or or when he killed her, you see like the lemon lime falling off his mask, like sliding off yeah. his mask, and it's all. <laughs> yeah, and he's wiping uh. it. He's cleaning it in the mirror or something. <laughs> but yeah, he just like flings her out the the bear and the. I love that her roommate, the girl there. Oh. Oh, I guess she walked out. Yeah. I guess she left. Yeah. And then and then Jason's carrying her, right? He carries her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh dude. He because he snaps her neck all the way yeah. off. Yeah. And yeah. I love that there was No, he takes her head off. He takes the head off, right? That's he, what I mean. He, sna- oh, he yeah, snaps yeah. it all the way around. It comes off. And then when she he's carrying it past the dorms and the little girl that they use like seven times in the movie, yeah. which is crazy. I wonder if that was an idea for a sequel too. The seventh one, because they use that girl so many times. Like she saw Jason, she carried the machete. She saw him carry Sissy's body with just yep. the head gone. Yep. But nothing. But why was Jason carrying the body? Where was he? Where was he bringing it to? Well, he likes to prop him up because I don't know where he hid that one, but he did somehow put the head in the sheriff's car when he had no time to do that later in the movie at all. True. True. Which is kind of silly, but it was a cool image to watch him walk along the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And had that one only that one girl see, you know, I think her name was it's Nancy creepy. or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was her name Nancy? Because that would have been a, that would have been a throwback to. Uh... Oh no, you know what? You're right. It is Nancy because somebody said to Tommy that. Uh, oh, it's so great that you did a homage to Nightmare on Elm Street for Nancy. I mean, Heather Lang- Langenkamp's. You know what? This little girl had nightmares, couldn't sleep. Yeah. That is an but okay. it's not. There He's, you go. But he said it. I think it was his sister's name or something. Like he chose like his sister's name. I don't know about that. I mean, again, the, the only girl in the entire camp. Her name is Nancy. She's the only one that couldn't sleep. The only one that was having nightmares. And her name is Nancy. Eh, I don't think so. I think yeah. that's a rip torn moment. 
so i guess men in play magazine can uh lead to death but uh so dude then the chase scene you're you're right dude he gets a face full of it well but again but she's so she's driving backwards though for a while yeah like i mean like so like i i get nervous driving backwards at the end of my street you know if I, i can't go that long she's flying backwards on a highway you know, and the cops, you know, are chasing her. And, and again, like then she spins out and she's like, it's crazy. And at this point, they already, they're already chasing her. Why does he, why does she still have to have his head in her lap? Like, <laughs> she I, likes it. Like well, she does. And so does he, but I mean, you know, like, first of all, they're not going to see him. I mean, she's clearly like ahead of them. So she's not going to see who it is. So, but it was just like, she's still trying to hide him. You yeah, know, but ridiculous. that Keith Hernandez cop, I guess he doesn't like uh, the sheriff. Who the sheriff? I feel his last name is like a horror homage. I forgot who it was. But anyway, but uh, the the fact that he's like, yeah, I'm going to call him the license plate. It's a red Camaro license plate. Brand, brand, brand. And the guy's like, orange. It's my that's uh, orange. Orange. It's my Camaro. daughter's car. And he's like, what do you want us to do? And he's like, well, definitely don't shoot her. Is that what he said? <laughs> it was something crazy like that. Well, again, they are tri- trigger happy police officers over there. They are. So, I mean, they were just waiting to use the guns. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a good warning. So, I think his what was his name? Sheriff? No, that's not his name. Now they have Sheriff the Myers. Uh, I gotta look it up. Wait, because whoever did this thing on Google put like the wrong actor's photos of some of the people, and I was like, wait, that's not that guy. What the hell is his name? All right. All right, I'll pull it up momentarily. But yeah, so how about not even that? How about when the he knows it's his daughter, she spins out when she gets caught. She has like a little stunt, like kind of like 90 degree turn, and he pumps a shotgun and points it at his own daughter. Yeah. And and That's again, she wild. she stops. Like, why at this point, she already knows her father's gonna be mad at her. She I mean clearly she knows the cops are at why would she just stop for her father? I mean, to me, at this point, you might as well keep going. I mean, you know, you, you're going to get in trouble once you stop. So you might, you know, he already knows. Just keep going. Yeah. It, it, can it get any worse? Like, is your father going to get any more mad if you if you turn around and keep going? Yeah. And he, is he going to kill you? And, and no, and, and not for nothing. He looks like he has absolutely no control over his daughter. Like, he, does, I, I, he, he probably doesn't punish her at all. And if he does, she sneaks out the window and takes the car anyway. So it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so his name is Sheriff Garris. And I believe he named him after Mick Garris, the writer who wrote of, like a bunch of horror stuff. Uh, he wrote Hocus Pocus, uh, directed a bunch of stuff too. But I think I like how you say a bunch of horror and then you mention Hocus Pocus. Now I'm trying to think. He wrote a bunch of Stephen King stuff. Uh, okay. uh, he didn't write The Shining. I think he directed The Shining uh, series, but. Yeah, it must be that because Mick was in his like 30s around that time. I forgot his first project, but I think that's what it was that he did. He wrote some really good stuff. He wrote Critters too, but there's definitely something before that. Obviously, it must have been good enough that he was like, oh, you know what? Let me make sure to use his name. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. All right. It could fit. Just a random name, but but, uh, yeah. But yeah, so uh, the fact that he pointed. At By the way, there was a big blooper in this part when they go back to the police station. Oh, what was he, that? He he turns to Tommy and he and he said, "You just sit tight, Jason." 
Oh, I don't think it was a blooper. I think because he thinks he's saying you're pretending to be Jason. So seen before. Th- wait, 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 wait. So he thinks that that Tommy, who's telling him that Jason's alive, killing people, actually went out to kill people to show him that Jason's alive. Oh yeah, he thinks he's crazy and he wants this to be a true thing. Because it seems like nobody believes in this town, <clears throat> even though 10, 15 years earlier. They brought Jason's body into a morgue and he murdered people in the morgue to get back to the camp. But again, Tommy was clearly like he went there telling him what happened. Show went like he went all out of his way to show him the cemetery. And because they're not believing those two things, he said, you know what? The only way this kid's going you know, to try to get us to believe it is just chop up some people so their arms are around and we can find them. And now we're going to believe him. Like that's that's a story that they think is what Tommy did. In their head, because when they saw the paintballers, that's when they said, "Okay, oh, and they're the really worst cops good. ever, by far." I mean, they we've are. seen a lot of bad cops in all these movies. These guys are the worst. Yeah, I think the worst ever is Halloween. Halloween Five. I think those guys are the worst because <laughs> they had like the clown music that accompanied oh, yeah. them every time. Yeah. All right, but no, it is silly for them to believe that. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You really think? And this is when Megan's like, "When did the killings happen?" Yep. And then they they told him when, and it was like he was with me the whole time, and he goes. Lock him up. Still, even so even yeah, I was gonna say even murder. yeah, yeah. So dumb. Not good. Okay. Yeah. Like, so well, in crazy. reality, to- Tommy saved that that sheriff's life because he probably would have gotten a call. We need some backup, which backup is only one cop, but you know they we need some backup, and uh yeah, he probably would have been dead too. So it is crazy. The backup. We saw so many other cops in other scenes, but the only cops that made it yeah. were Keith Hernandez and the tall guy <laughs> that gets killed. That's yeah. it, right? The guy in the dock so. and Keith yeah, yeah. Hernandez. Although the father has the best kill. Oh, one of the best. <laughs> Some great I, see, kills to me, that movie. that kill should be like in a top ten. The the kill yeah. on the father by far. Bending backwards. Which, which by the way, the, the daughter again seems more concerned about Tommy, who she just met a couple hours ago. Yeah. Than her father. Like she acts like they've been dating for years. She literally just met him. It's been who's, less who's, than 12 hours. Uh, less than a day. Not a day. Not even a half a day. It's like yeah. literally like because she's only seen him for the car chase. The beginning when he was in jail, the car chase and then thrown in jail now. So yeah. if you if you break that up, she's only seen him. What? Three hours. If that. If that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's acting like she's like in love with this guy already. Like, it's just so ridiculous. She she's her friends are dead. And every Her father's dead. Yet really no remorse but tommy she was like really concerned with so yeah. stupid <laughs> are you okay tommy let me dive into the water oh where my gosh. a killer is and i'll leave these kids by themselves oh my gosh like she doesn't know jason could have like snuck out <laughs> of the of water course. and of course go, go to like slaughter those kids no it's fine unbelievable but man so that little girl nancy like this shot's really cool too the pov of the machete the bloody machete yeah. going into the room and then it's the the fact that the girl, I'm not saying I could, there must be blood as a smell. Like I obviously smell my own blood. It, like when I almost lost my foot on the beach in that accident, like there was a lot of blood, but I almost passed out. So I don't remember. Wait, what it, wait a second. Like. Wait a second. Wait. You, so you're, you think not the fact that Jason's been buried for 10 years, the smell that he probably, gave, you're talking about the little blood that's on the machete. That should have woke everybody up. There was a up. lot of, there was a lot of, no, no, not waking people up. I'm saying the counselor goes, 
oh, it must be court playing a prank. I'm like, no. But uh, how about the B.O. on 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 Jason? Like, this no, guy a- has been buried it, 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 with maggots for 10 years. Like, he's got a smell. Yeah. Oh, my God. It smells like uh, decomposing dead ca- bodies like, and dead lemon corpse. lime soda. <laughs> that would have been funny. Like, you know what? I smell lemon lime soda. What? Must must be corny. Must be getting a drink or whatever it is. <laughs> Sissy, is that you? We know you always drink lemon lime soda. <laughs> like, what a weird. Oh my god, what a weird thing! But yeah. the fact that that little girl, she's yeah. wearing a teddy bear, like the teddy bear shirt, and she's carrying that machete, like bloody machete. Just what yeah. a creepy image to see a kid like. Just and you know what? Like just to have this many young kids on set for a movie like this, you know, this, like I wonder, like, I mean, really, like it's I mean, it's again, it's it's the Friday the 13th. There's a lot of disgusting kills and they had to be somewhat scared. I mean, you know, you're yeah. doing some of these scenes because they were all really young. The boys weren't so much. I mean, because the boys were having, you know, conversations like, oh, I guess we're going to die now or something like it was something. I forget what they meat. said. Yeah. <laughs> What you know, were with the you girls like when you grow up? <laughs> that was pretty. That, that was pretty funny. That's really funny. <laughs> what were you gonna be? <laughs> so how about with Jason? So Jason is like a. He's my favorite, and he's like I, I think most people's favorite slashers. But he's very irresponsible here because he like lost his machete. Like that. That's the the first thing I thought of. I'm like, he dropped his machete like when he's carrying sissy. He like carried her and then he goes, oh, shit, I forgot it. Like, you forget your wallet and keys. And he's like, yeah, but, oh, let me go back. And the little girl But unlike other movies, he has the commando belt. So he does oh, have true. other weapons on him. So I don't think he's as concerned. You know, Maybe so. it was dirty. He's like, yuck. I don't want to reuse a weapon that has blood on it. I need to use a new one or something. It was so silly that they found that. Now, if the girl, if the little girl walked in with, like, an arm or something like that, then it's like, okay, that's. But why would he leave leave his machete? That's silly. Well, maybe he just couldn't hold the girl the girl and the machete at the same time, and he's because she, you know, maybe she had you know a little heavier than he thought, so he had to hold her with two arms, and he had said, "All right, I'll put the machete down now. I'll come back for it after." <laughs> yeah. And the little girl came out and grabbed. It. <laughs> why was the little girl outside at middle of night anyway? Well, she saw him carrying sissy. So, so you're gonna go out there. A little girl's gonna go out there when she see she's she's a whole a monster of a man carrying a headless woman, and you know what? <laughs> let let me go out there and see what's going on for a five year old. I don't think That's, so. Yeah, <laughs> but then the girl, the counselor, brings her back to tucks her into bed and says, "Hey, when I get scared, I say close my eyes, say a prayer." When she's leaving, another cool shot that we, it's kind of similar to the shot that we saw earlier. But when she, you see her leaving, and Jason's trailing her in the windows. Oh my god, it's really great shots in this movie. Like the creepiest of Jason when he's in the background, whether it be like in the Winnebago, like the court kill, or this one when he's just like tracking her and then following and again, her back to the room. Very silent. He's in the woods with tons of leaves on the ground. We've seen tons of leaves all over, and he's silent throughout the whole movie no one hears him yeah okay but the machete's gone so the big thing that's crazy is she just left the machete on the ground <laughs> because she walked in she looks for it it's just yep. blood there 
and the phones are still out. And then the door again swung open on its own. She kind of thinks it's like a a prank again. Because yeah, she like how does it like how does a counselor not like lock the door? Yeah. Like, or why is there not just a normal lock on it? Are those just like old school, like in my shed, like those kind of doors that you have to like latch it like every time? It could be. Well, if you think about it, how old is this camp? I mean, it's been around for a long time. I mean, 57, I doubt- he died. Yeah. Okay. Right. right. So I, I doubt it's been updated. You know, it still looks like a cheesy camp, you know, to send your children to. So, yeah. yeah. But then he just pops through that door, man. And then again, this is one of the ones you don't see the kill. But I think I, I like the combination of those in these movies because you just see like the you, I love you see the splatter on the window. <laughs> the amount of blood in this room, you know, oh. we've seen we've seen him kill so many times. There's not a lot of blood. You know, I mean, yeah. there might be dripping blood from a arm or the head, but it's not. This was a, a massacre of like multiple people in one room. Like, that's the amount of blood. I mean, and the fact that it's all on all the walls. Like, what kind of kill did he do in here? You know, like, like, I mean, like. It's like, because after the blood splatter, he throws her through the window. And then afterwards, did he hold her up and just wipe her on the walls? Because that's that's all that could happen, you know? Yeah, I don't know, like, what kind. And I don't think, like, it would be necessary. It would take one break of the head, neck, or, like, a slash to kill this woman. But the amount of blood that's in there is like literally like he took like parts of the body and just started sprinkling, you know, the arms <laughs> against the you know wall and trying to make do art out of it because that's what it looked like. It was like perfectly on all the wall, every wall. Like it was there wasn't a wall that didn't have massive blood. It was yeah. ridiculous. When the sheriff <laughs> opens the door, I was like mind blown. I'm like one person. I was too. Died in this. I was room. too. And that's the one. That's the one kill we don't see. And this yeah, is the amount just, of blood. We just out see there. the blood, and then we see her get thrown through the window, and then whatever he does afterwards. Yeah, but yeah. I love that he said he was doing art on the walls. It's a perfect segue to the weirdest scene. Again, why is Megan still allowed to be at the police station? Like her dad knows. <laughs> of like when course. he goes to the Winnebago scene, he like lets her stay there. But th- that whole plan of him going, well, I think your art's stupid. It's like, well, you're so stupid. Dumb. And they start arguing. How dumb is that weirdest... cop? Because they, they were talking normal two seconds ago. I know. And then they're going to argue. And then, like, she gets up in his face. Like, it's just they so stupid. Making out. Yeah. And then yeah. he pulls the gun on her. And then he starts wrestling with Tommy. And then she takes the gun. And and again, she did he really think she's going to m- murder him? Like, you I know, know, like, I you know. know, like that takes it to a whole nother level. Like, yes, he's, she's holding a gun against him, but like, you're really going to murder me right now? Like, and he's like, he's like listening to everything they have to say. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Why would you ever think like cops have to know? And like, even if it was just a kid stealing your gun, yeah. but it's like the other cops kid. Correct. Like, you Correct. really believe he should try to approach her. Like, what is she going to do? That would have been better. Yeah. Right. If she goes to approach her, then she fires at the ceiling and, and it like, like okay. shoots or shoots his leg or something like that by accident. Yeah. Fine. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, and, and not, not that this came into play in this movie, but this happens all the time. Why do they leave the, the key? Not in reach, but close enough that if he tied his clothes together to swing it over there, he could actually get the key to get himself out. Like why yeah. don't like they always do that. They always leave the key in the room to to be able to get out somehow like if i'm locking someone up that i don't want to bother me at all i'm taking the key with me like oh, why yeah, even like leave it. it there like it's like yeah it makes no sense especially the fact that like 
Sheriff uh, Garris, when he left, he was like, don't let him out. Oh, he's like, okay, sir. Yeah, he should have just been like, give me the keys. So he can't yeah. get out. Like, it's not possible. Yeah. Like, if something yeah. happens, like, that's tough nuts. But I think he's killing people. Now, let's make yeah. sure we leave a key that's somehow yeah. Megan, like, like God, sure. man. No, absolutely. Does Megan get charged with anything? Like, after this movie, that guy's still alive, right? She's alive. Who, like, who's pressing oh, charges? The cop. That There's got two the gun co- pointed to him. There's two cops in there. A sheriff. And, so he's going to lose his job because he's pressing charges against his daughter. This girl does whatever she wants. You could tell. No, not against his own daughter. He's dead. Sheriff Garris is dead. Her oh, dad right. died. I'm talking about the so cop. Does that automatically was... make him a sheriff? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, man. the royalty. Oh, I'm in charge now. And then now <laughs> he's in charge. From the, I'm the captain now. I'm out. the sheriff now. Yeah. I'm the captain now. <laughs> but uh so then the, now this is when the sheriff and the other and Keith Hernandez and the other cops show up at the camp. Yep. And dude, the the kill at the dock. I know it is well, silly for like how great yeah. Well, before they get there, so when they see when he sees the kids, he tells them all to hide under the bed. Did you mm-hmm. see how they they went under the bed? They all like dove in the air, like to hide. Like it was the funniest thing. You have to watch it again. These kids oh, yeah, are like dude. literally Andy, diving. Gra- huh? Grab Raggedy Andy. The hamster got under the bed. <laughs> so just in case Jason was gonna come in and murder the hamster. Nope, <laughs> not gonna happen. Oh, wouldn't wouldn't you be nervous like the hamster's gonna make noise? Like you're gonna bring the hamster under the bed with you. Like I would. I, I wouldn't want the hamster next to me. I wouldn't want the kid that's crying next to me, and I don't want the hamster next to me. Like Jason's never killed a kid. The only kid he was like he probably wanting well, to kill was again, Tommy. There's Jarvis. no kids in the movies. Yeah, but there's no kids in the movie. No, Tommy I know, Jarvis is the only Jarvis's... kid. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So it's it crazy that how does Jason recognize think... Tommy? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like he's you know, I'm the one you want, but how does he know who he is? I know anybody could say that, right? And then, and then she could say it, and somebody else like when those movies, and it's like I'm Tommy Jarvis. Yes, I'm and, and he's a zombie. Does he understand English? Like he can understand like what they're saying at all? Do zombies? Uh, no, I they don't. In some they zombie movies, they understand things, right? Was no, the they, one movie they, the guys they hear a noise. In love with they a hear girl? A, oh, that yeah, but he was like a half zombie. Like he was he was alive, but yeah. But I mean, in general, they just listen to noise. So, like, you know what? They probably sound like the peanuts, like adults to zombies. Wah, when anytime you hear. Man. Oh, man. But uh, yeah. Yes, so, the, yeah. The, the doc kill is very cool. Oh, dude. Just seeing him walk back and forth, and it's just like the way you see him reach for his little utility belt, and just like the. And the, and the guy's looking at him. He yeah. hears him. And it's like. And right through the eye, and he falls. It looks so good, man. But perfect aim. Like, perfect. Like, it's just ridiculous. It's, it's so false. It really is. Like, he's he, there is nothing he can't use to kill someone. Like, he has, it's like he has skill in every, like, skill in art of weaponry. And he can, yeah. and he can use anything and, and easily kill anyone with anything from any distance. Like, it's ridiculous. He uses things that aren't even real, like in part seven when he has that like weed whacker 
with saw blades on it. He's commando. He's commando. Didn't Arnold use a weed whacker in the shed? Like he used the. Well, he threw the saw saw blades like frisbees. Yeah, saw blades. But that's (laughs) okay. So Jason would do the same thing. You know, if he was in that shed, he's. So Jason was commando in this movie. He's got the utility belt. He's got the knives on the side. Like, you know, yeah. He's commando. That'd be a movie. Arnold is like (laughs) fighting zombies and he has to. I thought of that. Jason. Jason versus commando. Oh, let's Jason versus that movie. That'd be good. <laughs> or Jason versus Rambo. I mean, you could either one. I, I think that's, listen, Rambo, we're going to break you out of prison again, but you got to go after Jason. You know what? That, that could have been a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and he's at the point that he's just mumbling for 90 minutes. You know what? Jason can't understand English anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> It'd be like a movie of like, what? And and just like head nods. and Or Jason turns. will understand that. Or maybe that's what Jason understands. That's his language, yeah. <laughs> just grunts. <laughs> so again like to mention that girl nancy again she's in like seven i wrote like she's in different seven different scenes so if you're a kid actor i don't know what she did after this but that's like a big deal in like a movie like this because oh, she's in she sag. runs out and she she's in oh she's definitely in <laughs> but she runs she sees keith hernandez and then yep. the keith she's telling keith hernandez about the boogeyman that he's out there and then dude jason comes out of nowhere and just crushes his head yeah. in seconds. Yeah. Again, like you said, he comes out of nowhere. Like, you have cops that... I mean, Jason is literally like the best criminal ever because no one ever hears him coming. He he gets around. He escapes every time. Like, he's the he's the best criminal that, that, that they possibly can have. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you... And, like, they should, they should make a Jason, like, sending him to, like... It, this is the 80s? Send him to Russia. Let him go on a killing spree. You know, take it. I mean, like he could easily like if they want. Listen, they sent Jason to space. Why can't they send him to like a war? Send him to Afghanistan or something like send him. Like, well, that's you know. what they remember. That's what they wanted to do. That's what David Cronenberg oh, wanted was to it do one? in the beginning of Jason X. I'm saying that's what his plan was. Oh. The military wanted to clone uh, Jason in order to make uh, like so no people had to fight in the army. <laughs> could you imagine? Like, oh, my gosh. On CNN. Breaking news. We just uh, we like uh, 100 Jasons out in Syria. Uh, excuse me. They had 100 Tara Reeds. They can have 100 Jasons. <laughs> well, they had more than that, Tara Reeds. And multiple <laughs> headed Tara Reeds and floating oh headed Tara Reeds. <laughs> Too many Tara Reeds. But uh, so. So then from here is when the sheriff sees Jason. And this is where I didn't write it down, but I remember the the order of events. He goes to his car to call for backup. So he's in that car. And then then this is right after he told the kids to hide. And then that's when he grabs a shotgun and he sees Jason. He shoots him that whole part. But then later when I think Megan makes a call from the car, so she opens the door and says his head falls out. I'm like, he had no, Jason had no he had time. No time. To do uh, of course not. Of course not. Yeah. Maybe one of the kids put Garris. it in. Yeah. Maybe Nancy put it in there. <laughs> or the girl with the, who had the machete? Nancy. Yeah. She found okay. that. She's like, oh, yeah. I, I, my counselor's dead. So I'm going to leave it with the cop. I found a head. Listen, this, this girl is a future serial killer. I mean, to, oh, to go through what she is. I, and I bet you, as an actress, I mean, I didn't look up the IMDb, but I bet you she was in a bunch of other horror movies. Because, you know, like a lot of times, if you can handle a horror movie of Jason, you know, they're going to use you in other movies. Oh, yeah, 100%. But uh, just the fact that that happened. But, dude, the again, I know Jason's unstoppable. The way people get so close, but at least the sheriff ran yeah. and hid because he pumped him with the shotgun and Jason fell. 
started moving again, pumped again, and just nothing worked. Even when he shot him in the, the head. Then he used the pistol. In the yeah. head. And he just like tilted his head back. That's when the sheriff's like, screw this. I'm <laughs> out. And he ran. Wait. So he ran, leaving the kids behind. Oh, he left them. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Again, these cops are awful. These cops are awful. They really are bad. They, they're ready to shoot someone. And literally, they're there to protect these kids. And he's like, ah, screw them. I'm going. I'm leaving. And he left the kids there. Yeah, no other ammo. He couldn't have. He has more shotgun shells in his car. He could have ran. He, he ran literally. I think he shot. T- I think he shot twice and then ran out of bullets. Yeah, like you're going out there to find Jason, who's you again. You don't. You don't. First of all, you don't bring more than just you know, two bullets, but you don't bring more than a pistol besides a shotgun. Like you don't bring two shotguns. You don't have. You don't have like an Uzi or something. You don't have something that you know a little bit more. Yeah, like in all those movies, like Mel Gibson and Lethal Weapon, yeah. I feel like they always have in oh, the back, they, had, they open the trunk, abs- and they always have other Absolutely. weapons. Absolutely. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, again, you're going after Jason, and you he really wasn't prepared. So. Not at all. Not at all. That little girl was only in Friday the 13th, Jason Lives, and then a movie in 1988 called Zelly and Me. Okay. And that movie had people I never heard of. So, and that's it. Yeah. Like she wrote. So that's she, it. Wow, that's she crazy. Wrote though. off in the like sunset. That, that's that's interesting. Okay. So I, I know so many times in these movies, the like the usually like the teenagers, the twenty somethings, they run pretty fast away from Jason. But I feel like Garris was kind of booking. But every time we saw Jason, he was really like speed walking. Yeah, so I was going to say fast. he walks fast. He walks faster in this movie than all the other ones. Yeah. Again. He was more human in this movie, even though he was more monster. Yeah. He was walking with a purpose. I think that's he was. The, that's 100%. the correct. Uh, and this is where 100%. we get the one kid that says, oh, we're dead beat. We're dead meat. <laughs> and then later, uh, that's right after Megan gave a speech to the kids. And then when yeah. Ma- they hear Megan screaming, it's him again. Yeah. He's like, we're real dead meat. <laughs> and that's when he goes, uh <laughs> What were you gonna be yeah. when you go? That was so funny. That was that's a great. And, line. But they were so calm. Those two boys were so calm. They they look very familiar too. I bet you and they were in a bunch of things because they the one yeah kid no they familiar. did. It was just funny. Yeah, just the delivery yeah. of what yeah, were was. you going? That'd be a great yeah. T-shirt. That's a really funny uh, yeah funny line. But man, that whole man that whole the back breaking because the only reason the cop came out of the shadows from hiding is because he heard Megan scream, "Dad, Dad!" And then that's when Jason was like. Oh, screwed. I want to kill her because it seems like Jason wants to kill her, but gets distracted because Tommy's like, yeah. Hey, hey, he got distracted a few head. times. He, yeah. gets, he gets distracted a few times. Yeah. So, but, uh, and yeah, you know what? He must know English. Cause he, he, when Jason called, when he called him maggot head, that's when he stopped what he was doing. Yeah. No, no, that, so. that, that hurt him. That hurt him. Yeah. That, that, that really that, stung him. Well, don't forget. He's got the mind of a kid. So, you know, now that means war. You know, you're gonna call me <laughs> names. You're gonna call me. You're gonna call me Maggot Head. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Now I'm gonna kill you in this ring of fire. So Jason uses gasoline. his. Jason u- doesn't use his words to fight. He uses his body. You know where again because he can't speak. Sticks if he could speak, then it would be the movie. My bones, <laughs> but Jason will. Machete we'll break your bones. <laughs> we'll break your bones. Yeah, but uh, the fact that the sheriff, when he hears like Jason, when he hears Megan, and then Jason starts walking towards that sound. 
he like runs and he man for a second you're like man this guy's gonna do something even though the shotgun yeah. didn't work like a minute earlier yep it's kicking the shit out of him he picks up the rock smashing the head twice and then jason's almost like okay let me just make quick work of him <laughs> and dude just the way he fold, it looks so good man yeah it folded him it. but then but but what's her name saw this she saw this happen to her father and then she just ran back. And again, it was like, that's it. Like she, the remorse when she sees her friends dead and her father really weren't that. She really didn't seem that upset. She's a psycho. She was almost like relieved. Like, oh, now he's not going to have the, co- I don't have to worry about the cops anymore. Yeah. That <laughs> no, but you're right. No, she, no remorse. But uh, man, this whole. And, and Tommy plan. tells her to go to the kids to watch the kids while he's doing his. And she leaves the kids also. She does. They yeah. both, like everybody, everybody left the kids every time. Yeah. Nobody cared They're, about the kids. Cause even no, they all, the kids, they, then she went back into the water. That's, that's what I mean. It, like the kids are almost like a hindrance. Like they were just like, yeah. you know what? They're in the way, you know, we're trying to get something done here and you know, just get under the bed. <laughs> yeah. And just land what is getting under the bed? Watching so you have a crazy murderer walking around. What is getting under the bed going to do? If, if anything, <sighs> To me, that's more dangerous because then you got, if you're trying to run away, you got to slide back under the bed and run, find the door. Like, wouldn't it be better to like, all right, sit on your bed. So the minute you see him run, run out of there under the bed means that you, it's going to be more difficult to get out of the cabin. No, you're stuck. There's one way out. Right. That's what I mean. Or maybe a few windows, but the windows are so so high. What is under the bed? It's not like a bomb shelter. Like, you know, like protect (laughs) yourself. Like this is, this is a murderer that literally like, if he had any common sense, he's going to look under each bed. Yeah. You know, and in every movie, they look under each bed. Like we discussed this, I think, in one of the movies where like, does that really work when you hide under the bed? Because I forget what movie we, we watched. Well, they but either they under so- the bed or under in the bathroom stall or like, behind the curtain. So many of them. Yeah. I know. But yeah. So again, to have all these kids, you know, if there's all these kids under the bed, half of them are not going to make it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, and not every kid can fit under a bed. There's not like there's a million. So yeah. he would just be able to look and see something really quick. But the fact that he busts through the door, I love that. That he yeah. goes in through there. And then yeah. the way he flies through the window to grab Megan. And again, yep. why wouldn't he kill Megan? He has her in his grip. And then you just hear Tommy say, hey, Megan, Ed, I'm the one you want. And you're right. Like earlier, you said, wouldn't he be like, who are you? <laughs> like, not not, not only that, you know, even okay, even if he heard Tommy, he wants to go to Tommy. What he, old Jason would have done was basically snap her neck, throw her to the side, and then go after Tommy. Like yep. not just like leave her there, you know, barely alive, just choking her to death, and just leave, put her down nicely, and then go over. You know, like so, yeah. I mean, it makes no sense that he lets her live. Yeah, the one that I wrote down because he said a bunch of them, like. The uh, maggot head is what G- got Jason into the water. But Jason was like slowly doing his walk yeah. through the water. But then Megan is screaming again, which makes zero sense. She knows like what Tommy's plan is. And she was almost killed by Jason, but she's yelling like, Tommy, no. And that's when Jason turns around and he goes, asshole. And then Jason <laughs> turns and like looks at him. And, and that's like when this whole it just made no sense. Why the ring of fire around him? I don't oh, understand. Okay, okay, okay. First of all, he only put gasoline on the sides. Uh, yeah. Like, he know. didn't put, cause he quickly put it on this side and he quickly put it on that side. Yet it became a huge fire around. Perfect circle. But th- does Jason swim? Because it was very deep. He walks in, but when he goes underwater, 
there's going to be a point where he's either going to walk on the ground all the way there, which is impossible. So you you tell me Jason's doing like the breaststroke underwater, like well, they get there. We've talked about this in Jason Takes Manhattan when he somehow yeah. swims. Not only he right. swims onto the boat, and then he swims yeah. from the boat to New York City. Yeah. Uh, and he died of drowning. So wouldn't that be of his course. fear? He, but the, of but the end of Jason Takes Manhattan, his fear is water. So yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense. But no. I just can't imagine him swimming. You know, like underwater breaststroke to get to the you know to the boat where you know Tommy is, and that was a pretty big rock that Tommy put on that boat. First of all, wouldn't it sink the boat? Yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't think he could even lift it and put it on there, but yeah. So Jason's very strong. You're not. I'm not saying that he wouldn't be able to pull up a smaller rock, but correct. (laughs) And let's be honest. I mean, if you put chains on a rock like that, I feel like it's just going to slide off. Oh, like it's yeah, not going to especially be, in the water. It's not, there's no right. There's no way it's going to stay perfectly tight, like it was like, like a rope around something, like a log. It's going to slide off. You can't you can't make a rope like a, a chain like that tight on a rock, you know. So yeah, it's just stupid. And the and way he, yeah. Jason like jumps up to almost be like, "Hey, put it on my neck," because <laughs> yeah, he like yeah. gets so close, he throws it on him and brings him down. And I love that again. Does Jason not like to play with dead things? Because once Tommy like sort of fake not saying he faked that he was dead because she did get him out of the water, but that's what I thought he, he was doing. I re- and went limp. Yeah. Jason let go. Well, cause he, he like, thought no he was dead anymore. He, yeah. he did his job already, but I, I, I did the same thing. I thought he was faking his death. Yeah, that's yeah. so that's what I thought. Like that would have been good. I was like, oh, that's well, yeah. Good. I mean, uh, but yeah, I mean, you don't, he's Jason's strong enough to throw people across the, like the woods, break through doors. He can't swim with that rock. It was a big rock, yeah. but I think Jason. I think Jason could have went if he could swim. He would have went down, grabbed it like the chain right by the rock, and just walk it out. Yeah, break his. And the fact that he's drowning, he's like, yeah. he's dead. But he's not alive anyway. That's what I mean. What, what is? Yeah. How is he drowning? Uh, yeah, it doesn't make sense. So stupid. <laughs> oh, unless he was faking it for us, because he started doing that gargling thing for a second, and yeah. then when Megan dove in the water, that's when he like sort of woke up when he grabbed her. And then she was able to use that uh, boat propeller to uh, make Which him just start. I, I I can't imagine her having the strength to pull that cord to get the the motor going. Oh, while in the like water, it, I I couldn't. While do that. in the water, hanging halfway in there, being yeah. pulled under. Yet she's going to be able to pull it with enough strength to get the propeller going. Eh, I don't think so. Yeah, no way. And then at this point, this is when I wrote down like, oh, I don't see Tina's house unless it's so dark that you can't see it. For part right. seven, like you're across the way. But uh, here's the biggest question. It's so funny. It's the last question. It's kind of things that we talked about throughout, but just this really like nails it. So Jason's in the water. So if we go with Tina, like let's say there is a house across the way. And I don't know when Tina's family moved in, but let's say in 10, 15 years, somehow the body's still there. How's it still there? Wouldn't Tommy and all these kids that survived be like, there's a guy that is murdering people and he's tied to a chain. Not that far out. It's not like this is like in the middle of an ocean. This is like 15 feet from a dock. Is Tommy in a movie? No, he's not in any other movies. No, no, no. So he's he's not in any. Okay. So he just, so he's satisfied now that he's dead. Like he wasn't satisfied that he was dead, buried in a cemetery for 10 years, but now he's definitely dead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. But, but why wouldn't the cops go in and check? 
Like in of this course. whole thing, if you found all these bodies, you'd have to have, there have to be like clothes in a case. Like a detective would be like, okay, I got to find out who actually did it. They're Correct. saying this is the guy Jason. Let's go check out where the body is. They find. They must have or, found it. What did they say? We, I leave it. Or we've said it. I mean, we, I know we've, we've talked about this before. So this this is this is the sixth movie. So and we don't count five. So fifth movie. He's killed. He's came alive multiple times. How about go in there, chop his head off, and end it? Like they, they, they again. It's it's like leaving the key for the prisoner to escape. For the you're 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 constantly giving him a chance to come back. You know, instead of doing you know doing it the right way. I'd like uh, Han Solo him, like put him in concrete. Well, I I wasn't concrete. Well, wasn't I know like, but it, he was frozen. But that's a futuristic movie. I'm talking about what I could do. In oh, well, you said Han Solo him. I thought you same thing. Okay, so put him in concrete. Poor so man, poor man, Han cr- Solo. Would you want his face like you know in there so you could see his like? Or you want him yeah, in I'd a like block of concrete face. or yeah? You want to see? Okay, like so make him face, like a statue. A statue, yeah. Like exactly. the- <laughs> <laughs> and what would be the silly intro? You know, like obviously he gets lightning bolted alive in sort of well seven. He gets regenerated by Tina. She like wakes him up, but then yep. eight, it's lightning. What would it be if it was like a concrete statue? Like some drunk guy bumps into him, knocks it over, it <laughs> shatters, over. and he's just perfect. It's, a, it's like Zool, like uh, yeah. like those uh, gargoyles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he's perfect inside. Like uh, Captain. Ad- Ad- at ease, but you know, I, I'm surprised they haven't thought of that yet. Put him in cement. Like, why? Why is that not a thought at all? Well, they cryogenically froze him. That's the only other thing that they did like that. Yeah, but, but when you're doing that, you're still keeping him alive. Yeah. So, shame on them. I don't know. They should have put him in concrete. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that yeah. was Jason Lives, Jamie. I know you talked about this movie went from one of your favorites to the middle of the pack. I don't know what else to. Uh, are you going to be watching? Well, tomorrow's Friday the thirteenth. Are you going to be indulging in a in a Friday the thirteenth movie? And if um, so, which one would you recommend? So, okay, so first of all, I, I, you know, you didn't ask me if I would recommend this movie. Well, I know. Um, you. So, yeah, I definitely would recommend it. You know, it's 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 part of the franchise. I like Friday the thirteenth so much better than Halloween. I've only seen two Halloweens. I think Michael Myers is lame. Um, I think this movie is entertaining. It's just it's not your typical Friday 13th. And I think it loses points because of that. So, you know, it, it is, it's almost too silly uh, at points, you know, to be a horror movie. Like, I, I don't even know if I, you can consider this a horror movie. Like there's a lot of funny parts to the movie. It just doesn't make sense. Um, so yeah, it definitely moves into like the four, five, six ranking where it's not the top three. It's like four, five, six. Yeah. Um, but um, no, you know, if I was going to watch one, I haven't seen two in a long time. Um, I think that would be the one I would see. Um, but I don't want it just in case we do cover it. I want it to be uh, fresh. Even though technically well, we, have, we have a long one... time till Friday the 13th. I think there's one next year. I don't know when, but well, you know what? If we get someone from the movie, it could go- come sooner. So you we'll think see. you'd remember it? You, you sometimes don't remember I, which one we're well, watching. You, you, no, not that I'm not going to remember it. Like I said, I did watch this one by accident. So um, yes. I did remember the movie. But you know, it's funny. I think I liked it less the second time I watched it, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, so, the uh, first time was obviously fresh. So, yeah, I'd yeah. rather keep two fresh. OK, I'll be watching on. Uh, there's a group on Twitter. They do. They're called the Stranger Friends. Our buddy Pete does it. Uh, Pete, who was on our exes, too. He dressed like a priest for that review when he came on and helped us out. 
Uh, I think it starts at eight o'clock. They're doing Jason takes Manhattan at eight o'clock. You look at a, an Eastern Ugh. Standard Time hashtag. That's the one they uh, pick. What's my favorite one? I watched. I watched. Oh all my gosh, time. that's a good one. Fun. I will be watching a horror movie this weekend that you're going to mention soon. So. Yeah. So the next sequel <laughs> we're going to be covering. So it's so funny. Like we cover Psycho Two last week, and then I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe there's a Psycho Three. And what's it goes, uh, what happens? Well, you know, one of our buddies, uh, frequent reviewer, uh, he's moving up the echelon of the, the most episodes reviewed Nick Spurdone. He's at, a uh, he's in Philly at like a market and he's like, Oh dude, you want some of his VHS tapes? He sends me a photo and there's a cool old Deathfish one. And then randomly psycho three. So I'm like, Jamie, we got to do it. So yeah. I'm, um, I've never seen it. Looking forward to that one. Um, you know, but I think, listen, you know what, for a franchise to have the first two movies be really good. Ugh. I think, I think, I think the clock is striking that the third one, you, you, you can't, you can't have magic three times in a row. And so I think this one is going to, is going to be a thumbs down for me without seeing it. I haven't seen it, so I don't know, but I'm guessing this one's going to tank. That's, that's yeah. I don't know. The only thing that I don't know anything about it. hard is the top two. That's the that's, that's the that's hardest I mean. position for Psycho Three is because Psycho Two is so good. Well, the first two are so good. So you know, yeah. there's no. T- tell me a movie. I mean, even like you know, say Star Wars. We love Star Wars, and and Star Wars Empire Strikes Back was really good. Still like Return of the Jedi, but it's definitely the weakest one of the three. Oh yeah, you know because yeah, it yeah. got silly. Got it. so it's hard to have those three movies. You know, even, look at Rocky, Rocky one, two, and then three got silly. You know, three was still good, well, but again, not compared. Phenomenal. Oh, four is right, and the, well, they came back and they made it. They made that big change. So now I don't know if Psycho Four is going to do that because I have a feeling Psycho Four is probably just as bad as Psycho Three. Yeah, and it's more we'll of a see. prequel. It's a story it told by Anthony Perkins. So right. No, uh, no, I'm, no, I'm excited for that. So uh, yes, yeah. yeah, so that that's okay. your homework. So if you watch Psycho Two with us for the first time, we're watching Psycho Three for the first time as well. So that'll be fun. So uh, yeah, don't be a fart head. Don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast. Follow us on all social media at Sequels Only. And don't forget to check out our website, SequelsOnly.com. Good night. Good night. Good night.